Hello, everybody. I don't know if anyone's here yet, but you're with Stacey's All Booked and Raul Reads, and we were just about to give Raul a hard time. I know. I, I heard, I was like, I had a conversation set. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Steve that I was hoping I could get Richard Nell's books read before the final wrap-up of the, the trilogy video, because I know that, that you're not going to be able to be there. Yeah. That you was nailed a, on him. That was a burn. Uh, I'm glad you guys don't go on Twitter because uh, I was like having a mental breakdown on it. Well, oh, you can do it. Well, when, I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I need to just tell him, just don't worry about it because you you have a lot. I mean, people tell me I have a lot going on and you have like double what I, I'm doing. I Honestly, it's my fault. I burn myself out like really bad. Like, I finished a lot of books that I haven't even put on Goodreads that I finished because I'm like, I don't know. They felt like homework. I don't know. I got to put them up though. Uh, yeah, my friends yesterday during the we had a we were supposed to have a reading sprint, and like we spent like two hours just chatting and one hour actually doing a sprint. <laughs> and the, yeah, I was like so much for a reading sprint, and then we were talking about how, like our book counts, and everyone's like, "Oh, I have 10. I was like, "Bro, how the fuck do I have fifty five? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Brandy. She's not feeling well. She's in the room. But she'll be chatting with us from from the bed. <laughs> I hope you feel better, especially for tomorrow. Nosferatu. Mm -hmm. I, know she, I know she has lots of thoughts. <laughs> that was something. I, I watched the whole series. You the watched TV it? Series. Yeah. I don't know why I put myself through these things. I don't. But... So I have some thoughts on that too. I may, I'll probably be the only one, but. Hey, uh, Jeff, um, I'm sending you the invite link. If you want to join us, it'd be cool if you can want to hop on, but yeah, um, mm. I'm not a fan of the series at all. You, you just watched the first two episodes. Yeah. It, I, I don't, I don't want to get too spoilery with it, but. Um, it seemed like it moved really fast because it started when she was a teenager and not when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. And it just, I, I just wasn't, wasn't digging it. But. Well, she stays a teenager throughout the whole TV series, which I don't oh. think is a surprise if you watch the trailer. Um, and so it's, there, there are a lot of differences in the show. Um, from the book. Some of them I actually liked better because there were things in the book I was like, oh, but they did it differently in this TV series. But for the most part, I'd say it was an average show. It wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't dark by any means. But now, you know, my standards for TV has risen since, since Dark came out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Have you yeah. watched Dark Rail? Uh I watched like two episodes of it. <laughs> I know, That's sorry, I know. It's honestly, I haven't had time to watch TV, but I'm taking the week off. Like I'm forcing myself to take the week off from videos. And like, the only things that I'm doing are like prior commitments, like um, the book discussions, which it doesn't take a lot of energy to do. Uh, I'm reading maybe like just Malice, uh, Malice for sure. Just Malice and uh, this other book that I'm reading. Uh, but other than that, I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm gonna catch up on Sherlock. I watched some episodes. I fucking love it. It's really funny. Uh, his way of thinking reminds me a lot of, um, what was that show? Hmm. 
when I think of it, I'll tell you guys. But you know what I'm talking about, right? When like the way he, he like from that first episode specifically, when like the lady she's face down with her coat wet, and is like, "What part of town is it raining?" and blah blah blah. I was like, "Yo, that's really smart." <laughs> I gotta figure out which show it is. Oh, Stuff's Bookish Bookish World is here. Hi. Hi, Steph. Um, yeah, Jeff. Jeff had asked, "What's tomorrow?" It's the um, Nosferatu. The Nosferatu live meetup for the book. Lots of thoughts. Lots. Yeah. I know. I know. Stacy has thoughts too. Lots of thoughts. We'll save it for tomorrow. Do you I have will. wine? Does anybody have wine? I can Not bring- yet. I'll I can probably bring- get something. I have. You know what? You guys are next to your bookshelves, aren't you? Oh, well, this is my sister's room. I can't use my room because it's busy. Well, then never mind. I, maybe I'll make Steve do it. I have like a little scavenger hunt. And more, oh. if we get more people on here later next to their bookshelves. Oh, no. That's not really. Like it's a green screen. Book. Right? It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Everybody has been commenting like on stuff that they love your bookshelf, Steve. I know. And it's, it's like $12 LED lights on Amazon. You need to show us how you did it. So you well, know. I should have made a video about it, but yeah. they, were, they were old shelves I had. So I I sat them down, cleaned them, and painted them. And then, I because I needed bookshelves again, and then I bought like $12 LEDs on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is not going to turn out very well. So I didn't, I thought I should do a video, and I thought it's going to look like crap. So why bother? And then it did turn out looking okay. So. No, everybody's <laughs> like... Uh, they're like, you're friends with Steve, right? And I was like, yeah, what about it? It's like, oh, like his bookshelf, right? Like in his videos? I was like, what, what about the bookshelf? It's like, dude, that looks really cool. Like, how does he do it? I was like, I'm like, I think those are LED lights. I'm yeah. Like, oh, was, they're just basic LEDs. Yeah. Everybody's all blown away. Yeah. But I wanted to, uh, if Steph's, uh, <laughs> Steph's bookish world is still here, uh, <laughs> I want to, yeah, I was really frustrated. I want to say thanks to her. She uh, she gave me a shout out on her 500, 500 subs video, and I uh, so that was very nice of her. So enjoy her channel too. It's, cr- so. it's crazy. This video is like what this live is for like for two hundred, and you're already like way past it already. Well, I was expecting to be two hundred by this time, and I'm uh, I was like one eighty something. Mm-hmm. It was like a month away, so I'm no complaints. Channels grow. Yeah. You're what two forty now. Uh, I did get a couple from the stream earlier, but uh, it goes up and down because I'm sure you guys know that you'll have a few, you'll get a bump and then you'll lose a couple. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I had that with 121 and 122 for like a solid week. It would go like up and down, up and down. It would drive me crazy. You can't yeah, see me. Weird. Yeah. Right um, here. Yeah. Oh, my 124. I'm not wearing makeup, so you probably don't recognize me. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm Stacy's evil twin. Oh my god, you're at two sixty-five, Steve. Oh, okay, cool. No complaints. So, uh, Raul, do you have the white claws? Or what are you drinking? I drank all of them uh, during yesterday's stream. <laughs> I got it buzzed again. I was like, oh my god, you keep <laughs> doing that. It started off as a joke where, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the white claws. And I ended up drinking one before just to like ease my nerves because I'm I was so anxious about the burnout, and I was like, dude, I don't want to do the stream. And they're like, oh, because it's we joke around. We call ourselves the House of Dragons because for some reason we just pick dragon books, 
So I was like, let me just like drink one so I can like ease my nerves a little bit. And then I was drink. I was we were chatting with people on the chat, and I was chugging one. And then the next thing I know, I was already on my third one. I was like, slow it down. It was the drinking game. Oh, it's your every fault. Time. You kept saying wrong, bitch. <laughs> Stacy made a game out of it. That was oh, funny. We, we kept it going after, like, the the live. We're like, wrong, bitch. <laughs> I was like, dude, we're going to get alcohol poisoning out of this. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were missed, Steve. Every day. Like, I I realized recently that I haven't done a stream with you since no, no, nah, Neuromancer. Well, how has it been that long? Yeah, I've been on your, I've been on, watched every single discussion you had so far, because I'm such a fan, but we haven't done one. We haven't yeah. done one, like, face-to-face. Wow, that's been a while, huh? Weird, yeah. It no, is... we did, no, we did one after that. We did, um... Which one? We did, um... Wrong. Uh, Kings of Paradise, <laughs> yeah. We did Kings of Paradise. Kings of Paradise was before that. Was it? I thought it was after. Kings of Paradise? Kings of Paradise was before that, right? I thought it was after. I have it on my, I have it on my thing. So, Stacy, you're going to be hosting Kings sure. of Paradise, right? Yeah, I think. That's oh, for that. the net for the 2.0. Yep. Yeah. I want to host Kings of Ash because I feel like that's like my cursed book for right now. Where like, I del- and I feel so stupid and like bad about it because I delayed it, like I postponed it so many times, and then now, yeah, I. See, see, I was telling Steve that I ordered it on Amazon, right? And I was like, he's not going to believe me. I have the, the notifications, though. Uh, I ordered it from Amazon. And then you know how you can get it in two days? Mm-hmm. It was delayed. And I was like, no, you got to be kidding me. Like, he's not going to believe me. No, mine's actually delayed. I, I'm getting Kings of Paradise, but the other two books aren't going to come for another week. And I don't know why. So you, you got the same issue, too, where, like, they yeah. pushed it back. It came back in the third week. I got it like three days later. I got it yesterday. I got it. Yeah, I just got it yesterday. But I was like, this is supposed to get here a long time ago. I think it's probably because they have to go to so many different warehouses to find them. I mean, I doubt they keep very many books I, I for self I, I think they print them as they're ordered, right? Yeah, they should. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I, we get ours from, um, I think, well, I, you probably won't know how. It's uh, two hours away. Like, okay. We get our, like printing stuff we get it two hours away so it's like i want to see like austin just to be safe hmm. so i was like i don't i was like how are you delayed and then it pissed me off because it like when it was getting delivered it said it was going to be here at 10 o'clock in the morning i was like oh that's perfect i can start reading it and then it's like oh no like you're delayed again i was like bro no you're not it didn't show up till like four hmm. yeah well, if they print them as they're ordered then why would they be able to deliver one but not the others that's what's odd is why i'm getting kings of paradise first and then the other two a week later hmm. that was weird probably they want you to read the first book no wait. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure are you sure you want the, the other <laughs> yeah like are you sure you want to get the other you, you get, you're gonna get spoiled <laughs> no i love kings of ash i mean kings of which one so i'm so sorry i'm going <laughs> kings of paradise i love that book it was so fun so uh, I was I was excited to read uh, Kings of Ash. I mean, I did read it, some of it. Can I ask you a question, Steve? Sure. It what's his name? Buk Bukayag? Bukayag? Yeah. Okay, I'm. I don't know if that's gonna spoil anything. Is that in his head? La, la, la. Uh, I can't say. I won't say yet. Oh, you we'll, know what? We'll chat later. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, we'll chat later. I was driving me crazy. 
Yeah, we'll chat later. Once you get further into Kings of Ash, you'll have a better idea. But I see what you mean about Ruka. I I I see like the development there. But still, Team Kale, I'm not gonna leave. Like, this is like Twilight, so we're not gonna do this. Oh no, yeah. Are we waiting on anybody else? Right uh, I think there's a couple of people who are gonna pop in and out. Uh, yeah. Jeff said he wasn't. He might make an appearance later. Uh, Jeff, if you're watching, I'm not sure if you if you uh, saw our tweets about it, but we're gonna be doing a movie of the month, and whoever else. Is interested we're doing a movie of the month and uh we're doing sunshine next month right june yeah. july july, july. 6th. is it july 6th or june no it's june 6th oh it's june 6th yeah uh oh i have it wrong on my calendar i better fix that or i won't be there yeah june 6th uh so uh, jeff if you want to if you want to hop on you're always welcome that's on uh, your I'm going to read the book so I know what she means by that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Team Kill. Yes, Randy. She knows what's up. Yeah, we like to be on the right side of history, you know? I can't wait for you guys to read that book. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait for you guys to read Nightfall. So get on it. I know you both yeah. own it. Yeah. I have all the whole thing. I think we hijacked Yolene's TBR because she had mentioned reading sort of Kagan in August. And I, I think yeah. I misread it because I thought we had talked about it. So like, okay, team of, you know, sort of Kagan in August. And, it, and then Brandy told me after, I think she was just saying she was going to read it. Not you're going to read it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> like, I guess we're going to do this together. Guess we're doing this. <laughs> I might uh, reread it. I've been wanting to reread it. So depending cool. on what my TBR looks like, I might read it with you guys again. It's just so good. It's big. Yeah, it's it's big, but it's it's only I say only, but it's only like six hundred pages. Yeah, and it reads pretty quickly. Yeah, and then like Malice is is like what how much Malice is about the same six hundred. Yeah, six hundred. So both of you are reading Malice, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I got about a hundred pages, and I was going to read more today, and I just I didn't. But I'll get there. I so Brandy was saying that she's having a hard time getting into it, and I could kind of see why. There are some interesting things happen happening, and I really like the way that um, John Gwen splits up the chapters by the different POVs. But it makes it really hard to really understand everything that's going on and how each character and what's happening is intertwined. But <laughs> I'm surprised you aren't done reading it already. Should you be reading right now, Ralph? I read what Nosferatu like in a day. I got Are you kidding me? I go well, I, in my defense. Well, in, in your defenses, I guess I, I got the audiobook, So I read like an hour or two from it because I was at work and I was like, I can't finish it and I need to finish it. I had the audiobook too. I still couldn't read it that fast. The, the narrator was terrible. What? That's Captain Janeway. Steve bought me the ebook. So I read the ebook. Oh yeah, that's right. I just didn't like her voice. She like she wasn't doing that voice. You know that thing they do. Like it was terrible. Right? Her voice for uh, the bad guy. It was so bad. <laughs> What's his name? What is his name again? It's uh, Manx. Charlie Manx. Manx. Yeah, it's like okay. So it is okay. His his name is spelled differently than what I thought it was gonna be spelled. But more on that tomorrow because I don't want. I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun. He disappointed me. 
Jeff said, ha, 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 while reading two other books. Oh, you're talking about my reading abilities? <laughs> Not right now, though. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> yeah, rules on a sabbatical. Yeah. They're, it's, they were trying to time me yesterday while we were reading for the reading sprints. It's like, how many pages can you get done? I was like, bro, not in this state. I'm burnt out. She narrates a lot of Joe Hill books. You know what? I, I think a lot of authors do that, where they have, like, the same narrator for multiple books. Hey, if they do a good, do a good job, you might as well hire them for the rest. <laughs> yes, Brandy, wrong. She's, she's trying to get us drunk. Hold on, let me drink. I really do need to get some. What, is that a beer? So I can go get a beer. No, it's just a tea. You need to get some wine. I know. We need to get our game going. I, I told I my husband, I was going to have my husband pick up a bottle on his way home, but he didn't have his cell phone with him. Oh, hey, Richard. Is Richard that Richard now? Oh, How's it going? Good. How's it going? Pretty so good. Can you see me all right? Looks like you can. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Rebels over there fanboying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's off. warranted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I saw the author chat? Too many times. <laughs> I see. I would, like I would listen to it like at work because it's very interesting. I didn't know a lot of these things. Yeah, well, these things are fairly new to me too. Yeah, like the the whole Kindle Unlimited situation, like how much a book actually like costs and like how much they make, and that's very important, especially for like self-published authors. You do want to support them financially as well. And every time I'm like, oh, I really want to buy the paperback, but like. The ebook that gets them some more money. Yeah, well, it just who depends. On, it just depends on how much the ebooks are going for. But because we kind of put our ebooks cheap as independent authors to yeah. beat the published guys, basically, you are, yeah, your your money return is quite a bit less. Mm -hmm. And the unlimited, depending on how long your book is. The unlimited model is built to sort of match the price of sort of a two ninety nine or a three ninety nine book, if your book is a normal sized, like three hundred page book. But if you write a giant doorstop like Kings of Paradise, then suddenly, <laughs> yeah, you you sort of doubled that model. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Let me disconnect this real quick. So, so Jeff, we had we were just talking a second ago about uh, self published self published books when we order them. They get printed and then shipped. Is that right? Did you call him Jeff? Sorry. No, Richard. I'm sorry. Richard, uh, I was looking at the chat. Um, um, so when, when we order a book, the book gets printed and, and then gets shipped after it's ordered. Is, it, is that how it works? Yeah. So Amazon has its own printers. Um, and they have them in different places. They just started up operations in Australia, I understand. Which yeah. is kind of weird that they didn't have that before. But uh, anyway... Uh, so yeah, that's how it works. They print it and they ship it to you. Do you decide what kind of paper they use for the? Yes. I mean, so I should, I should say this is a much more complicated topic than I'm letting on. I, I do it straight <laughs> for Amazon, but you can go through like Ingram spark. You can go to a whole bunch of separate publishers and they can more or less do the work or you can go through Amazon and they have their own publishers. That's the route that I go through because I hate this stuff and I want it to be as simple as possible. So I go straight through Amazon. So they give you a number of options you you get to choose from, but you've, you've got to sort of do some of that work. And so to set up a paperback, I had to learn about like, what sort of margin size and what's the bleed and you know how do you put the 
text on the page exactly so that when somebody opens it up, they actually can read the text and it's not too far on one side or the other. And so you can do all that and you, you have to set up the design and everything. Wow. Well, the, the cover is beautiful in person. I think I, every time I get a book, I just get blown away how like the quality of it. Cause you know, you're so used to seeing it on the screen. So when you see it in person, you're like, what the fuck? This shit looks beautiful. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but there's much nicer paperbacks than mine. That's for sure. <laughs> I was uh, looking at the sheets. I was like, this is a different paperback. Yeah, well, there's people who spend a lot of time and expertise trying to make their books as beautiful as possible. I'm just like, a cover on each side and paper in the middle? Great. Go, let's get it. Print that shit. Let's go. <laughs> people can read it. That's all I really care about. But there are people who really care about like the beauty of a you know of a book. I'm not that guy, as you can maybe tell from my office behind me. <laughs> you know, it's not, there's no beautiful artwork on the walls. So speak, speaking of paperbacks, uh, we we already ordered Dark Sea's End, but will there be a paperback version available? Yes, there will. Um, so I just have to get it set up. I can't blame anybody for this. Sometimes I can blame the cover artist, and I like to do that if I can get away with it. But he's great, and it's she's just waiting on me because I have to tell him like exactly how many pages it's going to be paperback, and mm. so he's got to know all that, and then he can finish the actual paperback cover. Oh wow, that sounds that's pretty involved. I didn't realize there's that much that goes into. Oh it. yeah, no, it's crazy, and this is why so many published authors don't do this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff, I know it's it's the worst. Well, there's people who love this. I'm thinking of, I think I've mentioned Zai Bancroft before, an anecdote. He's one of these guys who's like an artist in four or five different domains. If you see his handwriting, it's like straight out of a 16th century, you know, nobleman's uh, journal or something. Like it's this beautiful handwriting. I've seen him do his own art on the wall. That's not me. Okay. My handwriting looks like toddler's writing. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. I've been through the Louvre. I didn't get it. I just like walk through like a child. Like, I don't understand. They're just paintings. What's so interesting about this? Um, so I'm not that guy, but there are people who do that and God bless them. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Uh, any chance we get hardcovers for the Ashton Sand trilogy? That's One day. Yeah, One quite. day. Give me, give me a minute for Christ's sake. All right? <laughs> One. One at a time. I want it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are again. There's people who do this. ML Spencer just came out with um, hardback of her book Dragon Mage, and maybe she's doing more. And it's like beautiful, and it's with some publisher. I'm not sure which. Uh, so these things are possible. You, they can be done. Um, I don't do them, and maybe one day I will. I would. I would love to have people who did these things for me. But uh, yeah, you got to pay them, I guess. People like to get paid for stuff. I don't know. What's the nerve? Unbelievable. Yeah. I put it on uh, like a little mouse so if I can see. Oh, Rel's getting his. Uh, uh, I'm being told to calm down. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go a second. Okay, so, what were you discussing before I uh, so rudely interrupted? Uh, we were chatting about Raul uh, having too much to do and uh, having a, a moment. Too little time. And that I'm the only one with the drink. Brandy, and, Brandy, help me, help me, Brandy. Oh, yeah. Jesus, why didn't I get a drink? Now I regret yeah. everything. Now we I can wait for you to get one. I'm going to get one, too. Now I feel like an outcast. 
Oh, Rose getting a refill. I'm gonna get one right in the middle. Yeah, we well, had I, a lot of fun with it. Yeah, with that I know review. Raul. I know Steve. I'm not sure if I know the other person who I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Stacy. Yeah, Stacy. Okay. Hello. Oh, it's backwards. Do it again. What was Do that? Again, Show me again. Oh, that's what I was getting uh, on my hand. It's uh, can you see it? Oh my god. There we go. Can you read it? Look. Camera focus. Homie. It says howdy. Yeah. Howdy. Oh, howdy. Oh, it's howdy. backwards because of the camera. Rebels on brand. I'm very on brand. Let me bring my hat. I'm on brand. I got this way. Books in the back. Right. Yeah. You, we're professionals, Richard. Right. We know what's. You know we're consistent with our quality. You know, with our output. I get. You. We're creatives. I get you. Hey, JB. That's the author of Unplugged, by the way, guys. Super chill guy. We're having a book discussion with him. I'm ready for that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Stacy just recently created her own channel about two months ago. Oh my god! Yeah, well, six weeks. Yeah. And it's blowing and up. I think you're doing better than I was doing when I first started. And she's hosting. I don't know. It's not the point. The point is like it's a chat. She's hosting the uh, Kings of Paradise uh, for our 2.0 group read. Okay. She's hosting that one. For a redo, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm most pleased to make your acquaintance then, as long yeah, as you're adding value you. to me. Yeah. And Stacy's husband is reading too, right, Stacy? He's going to read the, yeah, during the 2.0. And did he already order his books? He's just going to use mine. I'm going to share. You're going to share? That's yeah, that, that shit didn't fly. <laughs> Brandy ended up with her own. She, I was not letting her, yeah, so she ordered her own. Yeah, Brandy Barr. Sharing paperbacks is the original piracy. What if we cut it off? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Gestapo's on a knock on our door. Yeah, uh, yeah, she has her own copies now because she I did not let her because I'm really particular. And on my Kings of Ash copy, I, I bent the spine a little bit too much and I had a breakdown almost because it I don't want the crease in the spine, you know, because it, so yeah, I'm. You got to break it in at the beginning. Have you seen, you know, you take the book and then you move the pages down on both sides. I can't do that. You get to the middle. I have to open it this much and just. <laughs> well, you can do that too. <laughs> so I'm uncomfortable the whole time, but yeah, we don't share here. Man, malice is heavy. I was reading it last night in bed. <laughs> I'm like, my arm hurt. Maybe that's why my arm hurts today. I was holding up that damn book. Yeah, these heavy ass books, right? After a while, you're just kind of like. It's like, why do I even go to, why, I don't even go to the gym. Like, just like, you don't like, have to with these fantasy books. I've given it up. I, you know, even though I like paperbacks, I just read on an e-reader now pretty much exclusively. What? Even though I don't like it, it's just too convenient. It's so light yeah. and it's just, yeah, I give up. And you can carry around multiple books with you yeah. on the e-reader. I like it too. Dead trees, but uh, you're no longer required. <laughs> There's just something special though about you know feeling the papers or turning the pages. And... I agree. I totally agree. I like the smell. I like them on a shelf. I like everything about them, except reading them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that part. I just recently got into like physical copies of books or physical books. Um, Stacy's right. Like, there's nothing like. It's just more like of an experience, to be honest. I mean, I do love ebooks because some of, some of like. Some books are not even available physically, so you do have to read the ebooks. 
but yeah, I, I don't think I would ever like give up fully like reading paperbacks anymore. I did for a while and I kind of regret it now because I'm having so much fun with the physical copies, especially for big books. Yeah, well, it's a little different in your world just because there's some utility in having paperbacks. You can show them off and you can, and yeah. plus, you know, you're sort of collectors a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't quite, you'll have to tell me the, the minds of reviewers and bloggers. It's so much work. People have no idea how much work it is to do these book reviews. And so like you it, must have a passion that is slightly different than mine. Let's put it that way. It's like very, how do I describe it? It's very different because you have to pretty much sell somebody else's work and be like, I fully support this book. And then you have to decide if you want to spoil a book or not. And if you do spoil it, you do risk people not checking it out because you already spoiled the book. Just like you have to kind of like, like there's a fine line you can't cross, especially if you like talk negatively about a book, you could come off as like, negative I don't, I don't yeah know. so i when i first started writing just reviewed casually you know like oh i'll i'll review co-worker colleagues you know and i'll help them out. and then i wouldn't like the book that much and i thought what the hell do i do <laughs> exactly. I, I, it's That's... just so hard I, I don't so yeah i so what do you guys do do you do you just review it if you like it or do you also do the occasion like one out of ten okay i got a shit on somebody and you're up uh, who wants to go first? Go ahead, Stacy. I review it anyway, but I give justification for why I didn't like it. Uh, there's one reviewer that I watch, or actually, I think they're they're uh, a blog, and um, but I, I follow them on Goodreads, and they always give three things they like and three things they didn't like it, no matter what their rating is. So you always know where they stand on the book right. uh, without it being all negative, because unless it's a terrible terrible book you're gonna have some things that you like about it so you know why not mention those in a in addition to the things you don't like but yeah i think if you're going to review books you have to review both the ones you like and the ones you don't otherwise people aren't going to take you seriously when they when you're recommending books you really like yes yeah see, i i sort of agree with that but then on the other hand it's just so hard to shit on books yes and especially if the if it's like a small author or something and you're thinking you know this person doesn't need this right now and if i don't like it i don't need to review it you know i can just ignore it completely but as you say you're sort of building that trust i guess it's totally different if you're a writer versus just a reviewer hmm. that's interesting because when i when i read a book i don't like i don't really i'll mention it but i won't uh, make a you video know, do a, a dedicated video to it just because Somebody worked hard on it, and I, I don't want to shit all over what they did, you know. So I, yeah, but I, it depends I on your brand, you know. Again, it's yeah. like if you're if you want to be like there's there's critics in the world of movies and of everything who their brand is like, you know, if this person says it's good, it's good because maybe mm -hmm. nine out of ten times they're like, eh, right. Yeah. So it depends on what you're what you're going for, I guess. You have to decide. I, I guess the the hardest part for me is is when I. I've been asked to review a couple of books early and no, yeah, my, my fear. Yeah. My fear is that I receive a book early and I don't like it. So mm -hmm. I hate to, for me, I feel uncomfortable giving a negative review on a book that I was asked to read. And I know that the author's watching and I, 
it makes me uncomfortable to do that because yeah you know just because i didn't like it doesn't mean everyone else might like it so you know but that's exactly the point there raul is it i mean steve i get you guys mixed up you look so much put me on my place (laughs) wrong bitch it is if you don't review it even if you don't like it then somebody may not know about it right i think it's I won't say it's our job as booktubers, but I think it's something that people watch your channel because they want to know about books that you're reading. So I think there's a way that you can review a book you don't like without shitting on it. You know, I didn't care for for Nocturne, but I wouldn't say that I I shit on it. It wasn't that terrible. You wanna you wanna you wanna fight, Stacy? Let's fight. <laughs> That's because you're nice. I said I would reread I will it. Get on my lawn and meet you where we're at. That, that is a those are good points though. It, that is a good, those are good points about, yeah. you know, gaining trust yeah. in your audience. I guess my, my problem is I'm naturally just an asshole. So if I don't like it, <laughs> I want to tell the whole world why I don't like it. And that's the thing. I'm not going to just say I didn't like, I'm going to walk through. This is the reason I didn't like it. I'm going to just spell it out and destroy it. So I just think that's not collegial. I don't want to do that to people. But in another life, I would have been that critic. I'd have been that guy that you saw walk in your restaurant and people are just like, oh, shit. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think I can get pretty harsh with stuff that I don't like and I don't I don't want to go, I don't want to get too negative with it, but those are good points about gaining trust and you have to have that balance. Yeah, like what Jeff said there, I really want to help other writers. I don't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I totally understand it's a different position for a reviewer to be in because your job is not to help or hurt us really. That's kind of like a byproduct of what you're doing. Yeah. You're really worried about getting the right books to the right audience, you know, the people yeah. who watch your your podcasts or your whatever. That's who you care about. And the relationships with the writers, that's kind of just a plus. Well, not necessarily, Richard. I would say okay. relationships with authors is very important to readers. Every reader wants that opportunity to have a relationship with writers, especially with books that are really good. Yeah. I think though the difference is, is I think we as reviewers are not just reviewing the book to potential readers, but um, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to, I guess it's hard that, you know what, Never mind. Just, but I do think, I do disagree. I do think that we would like the, the authors to also hear us praise their books, but yeah, I, it is uncomfortable to think of, a author reading a review that that's been negative i can't speak for all writers but it's part of the business if you can't tolerate a bad review that's really on you you know it's like you're putting art in the world you have to expect and in fact you should sort of want to kind of trigger people occasionally you know So, so whether that's a strong reaction positively or negatively you know, you, that's just, you have to expect that. So I certainly would never see somebody review a book and think that son of a bitch, how dare he? As long as it's, as long as it's fair, you know, if it's an honest, fair reaction, I mean, I've got nothing to say. If it's an obvious attempt to sabotage, you know, that would be different, but I can't imagine, I've never seen that. It's a lot of energy to put into something. Um, I, was, I mentioned this before about like, putting a face to the name on the cover of a book like for example your book this uh your author chat with steve was honestly the reason why i picked up your books 
I mean, like, yeah, Steve can recommend a book all he wants. But, like, if I'm just like, okay, it's just Steve recommending another book. But, like, once I saw you, like, you know, no no offense, Steve. I love I don't, I don't recommend that many books, though. I'm like, a, I don't strongly recommend that many books. Yeah, he doesn't rec- he don't recommend a lot of books. You there, do have there's, to- there's some books I'll recommend, but if you're not into it, I'm like, okay, fine. But there's some books that I say, you have to read this. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, many. Like the author chats, I'm telling you, they're just, like, a big part of why I got on board with a lot of these books. And it's nice. I think that's the first time I've ever seen like an author chat like that. And I was talking about this yesterday during a live stream, how I don't want my authors to be cookie cutter being like super like, like, what's the word? Like superficial fake. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like guys yeah. buy my book. Like, like just like this, like, like, is it political? Is that the new drinking word? Yeah, wrong bitch, right? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, like, there's a bunch of authors on Twitter who crack me up every single day, like, of the stuff they put up. Like, it's so real, and it's, like, they feel like, not like friends, but, like, they feel like, yeah, like friends. Like, you would want to support them and, like, actually check out their work. So, I don't know if that's the point Stacy was talking about, like, with the relationship. Like, on Twitter, I have, like, I communicate, that's the word with a lot of authors and in that i'm like you know what they're putting an effort i'm gonna put in effort like we're gonna promote the shit out of this book real quick let's get it but is there do you ever worry about having a relationship with an author that you're friendly with that you are unable to give a negative review because you have that relationship i feel like if our relationship is good enough i should be able to tell you you know and so far uh, like every single book that i've got like fully behind and like put out there like Saito's Claw, Unplugged by the way that I just started reading yesterday with a Mazda booktuber. We really enjoyed it. And then JV was on the, which was great because I could give him an actual live reaction that I was blown away by how like, I'm a big character person where the character is not like, oh, I want to save the day. I want to be like the good guy. I like, I like shitty people who are like, yeah, man, I just dropped this coffee on my lap. Fuck this. Let's go get this money. Like that. Like pussy money weed, you know? Like, I love that. <laughs> I love, right. Sorry, Stacey. Uh, it's yeah, okay. I've heard worse. I love stuff like that. It just feels so much, like, more real. And it's not, like, structured and it's free. It's That's why I love self-published books. They're, they're just, like, what's the word? They're so free. I can't. I'm can't yeah, They're not as limited. Yes. There's so they don't much have to worry about somebody promoting or marketing it or, you know, publishers, I think, limit the uh, the creative process. Like in your book, Richard, somebody gets to like their shit cut <laughs> off. Plan. I was like, fuck. I was like, I was like what do you mean? Uh, Ro, this, no, let's save it for the 2.0 discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, my yeah. my knowledge of the traditional publishing industry is pretty limited, so I can't I can only tell you what I hear, and what I see as a reader. I think this is not a shock to anybody is that once you get so many defined genres, like this is the box this goes in, and this is the box this goes in, and then you get it in your head as a marketing person, not as an artist. Let's say to sell this thing, it has to be like this, and that that gets really specific particularly if you get into something like uh, romance or, you know, where literally I can tell you when the first kiss will happen. You know, it's 25% into the book. You know, the, it's, it's literally down that much of a science. Um, so that's not good 
for an artist, let's say. You know, that's not good that's for someone who's trying to, well, the problem is, is that it does work with a certain market and with a certain audience. That's what, you know, they don't do it for no reason. Yeah, I will say this, though, since I started reading more self-published books, thank you, Steve and Raul, for, for that. Um, my expectations are way different when I read published books now. They do feel more formulaic. Um, and even back, so I've started reading a lot more backlisted books lately because I've kind of gotten tired of the new releases. It feels like, did I, I've already read this. Um, so I started reading more backlisted books, trying to get, you know, more, more of a story outside of the, of what I have been reading. And I still wasn't getting that with self-published books. I just, I've read so many unique stories in just the last couple months then I have for years of reading, I mean, decades, but, <clears throat> yeah, and, well, um, <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I can't, I go to the, the bookstore now and I'm like, I just, none of this sounds good. I want to read all the crazy things that all these people that are, are, you know, define what writing and what stories are, are, are that we've been experiencing before the internet. And I just think it's great. I think it's admirable that writers are, are doing that, aren't putting themselves in a box, that they found an outlet to to get their work out there. And uh, so I think it's great. Yeah, the tricky part is that there's no floor. Yes. You, you know, you can get the great, creative, wonderfully zany, new, talented writers, and then you can get all the way down into the craziest shit you've ever seen written by someone who has no business writing it and and it's hard to differentiate a little bit you know like i i really feel this as a reader too where i'm thinking how do i get to the gold how do i you know how do i differentiate between the crap and the the, the good stuff and it's it's tricky yeah it is tricky but it's great but I, I assume there's going to be more and more of that curation that happens as we go forward we're going to get new software we're going to get new ideas that people come up with and how to do it um so we're in a transitory period maybe yeah definitely i think that's what booktube has become though as a way to to yeah. to find books that you wouldn't you know to help you get cure let the book to people curate that for you so yes. you know what to go and get and what to stay away from, which is why negative now, are important. For years now, I've been saying you guys are doing heroic work. You know, like going through, wading through the shit so that other people don't have to, you know? Like, and I just, because I see people, I don't understand. Maybe you guys could tell me what, how much of this you get. And I guess it depends how, how large your channel and so on. But like, how many re requests would you get from independent writers saying, hey, hey, read my book? A lot. Surprisingly, a lot, even for a small booktube channel, you get a lot of people wanting to send their work. Um, you do sometimes, like, if you do find something interesting, I do reach out and be like, hey, uh, I, I don't say, can you give me your book for free? Um, I first start by saying, can I purchase the book from you? Is there, like, some sort of payment I can send you? And for the most part, they're like, oh, I'll just email it to you. I was like, all right, cool. And then when I do that, I... If someone does send it to me, I do read it. Like, I'm not going to be just grabbing books for free. Like, you have to kind of pick and choose. But you can't just be taking, like, a load of um, free books from authors and 
giving them false hope that you're going to read their work. And it's just, it's not nice. A lot of people do, I've seen a lot of people do that, where they're like, oh, I got another arc, or I got another this book. And I'm like, are you going to read it, though? Yeah. It's sort of part of a business for us writers, you know. we. I don't know what other writers do, but I I probably shouldn't be giving my secrets away, but I, I put you guys <laughs> into sort of two camps. Like, one camp is the, is he serious? Is he actually, and the, you know, the other camp is the, is he just trying to get a free book? Yeah. And uh, if he's just trying to get a free book, I say, okay, would you like an ebook? And usually I can tell from the response pretty quick if they won't take an ebook, you know, if they if they're really trying to get a paperback out of you and they don't have any audience and they don't, it's like, well, no thanks. Yeah. You know? yeah. So Richard, if you send out your book to let's say ten people, how many? How many reviews or responses do you expect to get back from a book uh, before it's released, just on average? That's a good question. Um, I live a happy life because I have zero expectations. And so every single time something good happens, I think, great. That's way better than I expected. I expected nothing. Uh, so I don't know. I can't answer that question exactly. But I would say my record is pretty decent. But But that's... That's usually because I'm trying to assess them. I won't. I don't give out that many books. I don't go to just random people and ask for reviews that much. At the start, before I had any reviews whatsoever, I did more of that, and I would say the the numbers were pretty low. But that would be in terms of getting a response. Does that make? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just if when you even talk to somebody, just to get a response back would be somewhat surprising. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff did reach. I think Jeff reached out. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. An ebook is very easy to give. And if somebody yeah. wants one, there's no reason not to give it to them. It's it's the paperbacks that, because it costs money to ship and everything else, that you have to be a little bit more discerning. But again, that's kind of part of the business. How, how much, how much, of, how much is piracy a concern with uh, giving, uh, with distributing ebooks? Is that a big concern? Basically not at all yeah. no um i'm when you're as small as i am piracy is just publicity go ahead that's crazy you're within 10 percent of the oh yeah that's regina mclean she wrote cyrus club yeah i'm sure that's that's probably Love right hi hi virginia it's, and, cra uh, yeah. it's crazy though when you think about it because a lot of these authors when you even give them a, like a Oh, I, you mentioned one of their characters. They get so excited. You're like, it, it's, I'm like, I feel so bad. I was like, how is, this is the, I was like, I feel bad. Cause I'm like, I'm really enjoying your book. I'm mad that more people are not even fucking reading this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Me this too. is, bastards. I'm reading this book right now. This one called Demons, Demons Inc. Demons by Clayton, Clayton Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, this shit is fucking good. I love it. I, I, I'm telling you, the character, the main character is just so funny. It reminds me a lot of uh, Acteon from uh, Darren Hanshaw's book. I love it. I love when like authors just go there, man. Like They're so free. And the characters are so funny. Witty. You know, that's the correct word. But yeah. yeah Humor is hard in books, that's for sure. Hmm? Humor is difficult in books. 
You know, yeah, and exactly. That's I what I was thinking. I have a lot of respect for humor writers. I was like, because there's, you, you can get really cringy really quick. Like, if, if it doesn't stick, like, it's the same thing with sex scenes. There's certain books that, like, the sex scenes are just like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, he, so much of humor is tone and circumstance and expression, all that stuff. So just to, to be able to pull that off just in text, yeah, it's hard. And it has to, I think what's really great is when you write a character so well that each character has their own unique sense of humor. That has got to be even more difficult. Because I think, we. I would think as a writer, it would be easier to write your own style of humor than to try and adapt a new sense of humor for a character that's not like you at all. That's why I'm not a writer. I'll stick with reading. Thank you very yeah. much. Me too. <laughs> I would never start writing something. I feel like it's more easier to sell somebody else's book than your <laughs> book, you know? I'm like, sure that's true. Yeah. I'm sure you, the, because you have a personal attachment to it, and it's something you really, really worked really hard on, and I'm it's sure it's a, a whole different it, feeling. The trick is repetition. If you start like repeating the book multiple, if you pop in the same book over and over, people start picking it up. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. Like the Cyrus Claw discussion, uh, I was like, I, I felt like in the beginning that I was just like bombarding people with so many book discussions and all the, like the book club and the outlaw read-alongs. It's like a lot of things going on. Or you mean bombarding yourself though, right? <laughs> no, not me. Wrong bitch. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> get it Stacy <laughs> well, I'm not the only one drinking now thank thankfully I know. <laughs> I want the lunch. So, that's something from yesterday Richard that's Stacy's fault so in a video I mentioned uh about how spoilers I would never give spoilers away because I feel like that ruins the experience for a lot of readers and I'm not trying to hinder anybody's chances at selling a book just because I'm stupid enough to spoil certain parts of the book so I mentioned, I was like, you will never come to one of my videos where I'm reviewing a book and like hear me spoiling it. And I was like, you, you the wrong bitch. That's not me. <laughs> so that's like a run like a running joke that I have for my videos. And Stacy said, every time he says that, uh, start like drink. And I was like, Stacy, we're going to get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> like we're going to die. Why would you do this? It's really not fair unless everybody's sharing that uh, game. Yes, I, I took, from doing it over. It hasn't over. taken off yet. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, we were getting hammered. <laughs> yeah, but you and Tate were the only ones with drinking. Everybody else was drinking water. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling it. I, I lost my train of thoughts, but go ahead, guys. So, Richard, how has the reaction been to the new book? Has it been positive so far? So far, so good. Um, not that many people have read it. You know, I sort of went to my standard crew of beta readers and a few reviewers, but good good feedback there. So that's good. Um, it's very different uh, in terms of pacing and the complexity of the story, let's put it that way, than Ash and Sand. It's sort of an adventure story. It's much faster. So I was a bit worried that the people who liked Ash and Sand would be like, wait, why isn't there 17 more characters and you know why isn't there four threads into them? no it's not it's an adventure story and it's pretty straightforward there's nothing wrong with that no no yeah. no yeah. 
well, as an experiment for me, you know, it's, it's always good to do different things and it's still in the same world and it's still, it's not like the writing is still very similar. So any fan of Ash and Sand is going to enjoy it for sure. Richard, do you have any book? What? You don't yeah, know June 1st. June 1st. Are you, June 1st? Is it like a sequel or is it like a, like a start or something? It's a sequel trilogy. It's the start of a sequel trilogy. But, so do you have for like our viewers so we can start sharing this? Do you have to read the first trilogy to get into this trilogy? No. No, you don't. Which I realize is a skeptical claim. And many authors make that claim. And it's only partially true. And I'm sure you could say the same of mine. It's You're going to enjoy it more if you read the first trilogy. But you can 100% read it on its own. And it will make sense. Um, so, yes, it can be a brand new reader. I okay. can't tell you how frustrated I am to not to not have read Kings of Heaven yet, and to because I want to read that first, just because uh, I'm weird about it. Great thing about books is they keep. Yeah, they're <laughs> except we like to be the first ones to read it and tell everybody about it. Yes, we like to be like okay. first. I, I want to ask someone because I, I have to understand bloggers better. I, I understand that you're all passionate readers. That's got to be that's automatic given. But what is it? What are the perks for you guys? What is it that you want that you get to rub in the faces of the other bloggers or whatever it is that, that makes you happy? Is it a so ARCs that has to be one? I've got this book. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, you rub in the faces when you do reviews like, oh, I got this art copy ahead of everybody else. It's just like, I guess it's a status symbol. It's a status right? symbol. Someone sent me an advanced reader copy. They yeah, said I'm special. First. Okay, I'm so reader, reader gifts and writer gifts, that's got to be a perk. Yes. yes. Um, honestly, to be honest, the, like, when authors get really happy, I like watching them just feel like like their hard work meant something. Yeah. You know? Like it, They actually get something out of it. I do enjoy that part. I think that's my favorite part. Like when I get, I recommend a book or like part of the book club, a lot of people start like joining the discussions. I just get really happy because okay. I'm like, this author put so much effort and they're actually getting some results. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Raffle's such a good person. Yeah. <laughs> like out, like I, my outer shell is so like crazy, but like deep down, it's like that's Yeah, yeah. So one, one of the things is you, you get to talk books with people. I mean, that's got to be like, so you get to share your that makes sense. Okay. That, that's why I like the group reads because it gives us a chance to all get together and talk about a book and, you know, we'll read a book and someone else will have your, a different take on it, different perspective. And it gives a whole new, you, sometimes you look at a book in a whole new way by, from reading it with someone else and having that discussion. So that's what I, that's what I really enjoy about it is those discussions. And even if we disagree, it's still, it's still a good time. We fist fight after, but. Yeah, yeah, as long as the other son of a bitch knows he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, on Twitter, like, I mean, Steve was wrong, but like, watch his discussion, I guess. Yeah. And and it's funny because this lighting behind me was like a twelve dollar Amazon purchase. I told you, Steve. People keep bringing it up. It's I, I'm amazed because it's it 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 was one frustrating afternoon and uh, twelve dollar Amazon LEDs. So, but thank you. That's. I said it turned out okay. I was pretty frustrated for a little while there. It looks great. Were you going for the aesthetic or you just wanted to be able to see your books? I don't know what I was going for. I was just bored, I guess. Was that planned for like your backdrop? Or... Yeah, kind of. And I thought maybe it'd be a nice little 
something in the background, but it turned out okay. But yeah, they were, yeah. So, but thank you. I'm, I don't want to sound like a, you know, but yeah. Oh, you guys didn't say why why you guys did it. Richard asked us a question. Um, about why we oh. review? Yeah, why I, we I think the I think the Mount Rushmore is um, getting a signed book. I think that's from the author with like a personalized. That is the, the Mount part top of the mountain. That is you know, especially right. with your name on it, right? It's like thank you, Steve, for. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the best thing. About, uh, book plates. Is that as good or is it not as good? No, it's, it's so cool, but not as good. Yeah, yeah, it's like on the book because the book plates you can, right? It's the thing that comes off, right? Yeah, it's like a sticker. It's, it's like a, a yeah, it's a sticker that they put in the book. Okay. I've been thinking about doing it because like shipping from Canada, pretty much every yeah. time I have to ship to the states, and it's like, oh my god, I gotta get book plates or something. Hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, great, great. Kind of reminds me though. Better than you guys nothing. Watch Big Big Bang Theory. Yes. No. No, Steve. No way. You cannot make okay, me Okay, Raul, it's like if somebody gave me a napkin that's uh -huh. and they put a sticker on it and said, Le uh, Leonard Nimoy, you know, this is his napkin. It's not the same as him wiping his own mouth with it. Okay. That's, that's the difference between the book plate and the actual sign book. Leonard, okay. Interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he, he's, he got it. The knock. Steven. Uh, Steven. Steve. Oh, my God. I signed the book plate. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Did you get so you, Richard? You sent him some signed copies? No, no, I did. I, I didn't. I'm just. I'm trying to suss out whether or not a book plate <laughs> is a replacement. I'm using you as a focus group, basically, right? Oh, now. okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And I can see that it's not good enough. It's not as good. Actually, you know, I think I'm gonna have to change my answer on that one. I think a signed, personalized book is up there, but a blurb is oh, right yeah. about because that lives in eternity because yeah. it's always there right. or an acknowledgement in the book that's a step <laughs> above that that's a dedication that lives forever right yeah. that is oh the, a character written after you yeah oh even wow better. Yeah. my as, husband but, just said that <laughs> but as long as that character doesn't die a horrible death then, <laughs> but if that character dies terribly then that's you don't want to be in my book then yeah uh, <laughs> Don't don't put me in your book, Richard. You can kill me off, Richard. If you want to put me in your book, kill me off. Let Rook uh, do it, because I don't. The like only it. thing I've done that's close to this, and so I have given somebody the uh, the Mount Rushmore. I don't know what it's called. I I just <laughs> named the character after a blogger, so he he got he got into a book. He's he's not a actual character in the book. Well, he I don't, he's an animal <laughs> character. And, Okay, well, my name is spelled S P A C E Y. <laughs> okay, so kill her off first. R A U L. Bye, Raul. <laughs> All right, well, it's been fun, guys. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> he's gonna wait. In, he's gonna wait until after the the discussions, uh, the two point read along, Stacy. Then it'll decide how terrible that character does. So when I when I give it all two two stars and hate it all, then he'll kill me off. <laughs> then you'll be, yeah, then you'll be eating or something. I don't know. The chances of that are very slim if Brandy likes it. No offense, Steve, but she's my sounding board. If she likes it, I'm going to like it. I, I made, I didn't, I don't say I made her read it, but I strongly encouraged her to read it. And she usually reads romance and yeah. stuff like that. So I think because of my enthusiasm, she read it. And 
she got through it faster than I did. And so, yeah, she really likes it. She really loves it. As you can tell from the, the review that we did. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's quite bizarre, I have to say, watching reviews of your own book. It's still very strange. Even though I've been doing this for a few years now, I don't know. And I don't, I'm not even a huge fan of watching myself like on a podcast or um, it's weird to read my own books out loud. It's all very bizarre. It's sort of like telling somebody about a dream you had one time. I don't know. It's that is weird. It is weird. Yeah, because it's all made up. Like you know, you know, I made it up, right? <laughs> um, no, this really but, happened. Yeah, yeah, we believe it. But at the same time, it's still kind of real to me. Some of it gets real to me. Like Ruka, I've sort of said this before he still bothers me pretty frequently. Um, so <laughs> how can I give somebody else a hard time for talking about him when I like I can hear his voice, you know, strange. Well, to readers, books can sometimes be very real. I actually was thinking, we just finished reading Nosferatu, or I finished reading Nosferatu. I think all of us on this uh, video uh, have. But I was thinking if I had a Inkscape, it would be the ability to go inside books that I'm reading and actually experience them. That and would be my as well. Except yeah. for yours, because I hear they're pretty. You don't want to die. Not very good for the people in there. You don't <laughs> I don't, don't want to visit that. I mean, <laughs> about the, about this I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? What's that? I'm sorry. I, I can hear you. My, I, I started talking. Do you mind repeating it? Uh, I, I just said, I'm not sure what to say. There's plenty oh. of characters that do fine in my books, okay? But if it's sort of like um, Game of Thrones. You know, if you want to play the Game of Thrones, you got to win or you got or you die, you know? So yeah. if, if you're in a game of power between two cultures or whatever, shit's going to get real. Yeah, shit, I wouldn't it's go real. into Game of Thrones either. But it's there's all kinds of people living, you know, blissfully on an island paradise in my books not engaged in these horrible things yeah. who wants to read about them uh, <laughs> it's true there's a lot of fun yeah what were you gonna say Raul? uh that during our first uh discussion for the kings of paradise book i was i think we mentioned i don't know who mentioned it but it felt very immersive i don't know if that's just because a self-published book but like you actually feel like you're in, in a world like the world is so fleshed out and and well written that you feel like you're there i mean i was like ducking you know knives left and right <laughs> when they started fighting i was like yo too immersive too immersive but yeah it's a lot of fun i we already talked about this before but i can't wait for the 2.0 to happen which is crazy richard did you know that uh, well the first one schedules weren't lining up you know so that was a bit a bummer on my part i'm sorry i'm not gonna um, name any names yeah roll <laughs> how do you not worry about it well, that's, you know, another thing about being a blogger that just boggles my mind is the sheer number of books that you guys read. I don't read, I don't even want to say a quarter as much as most bloggers that I see. And I'm a writer, so you'd think that I would be reading tons of books. And I suppose I thought I did, but when I see reviewers, I just, I don't understand how it's possible. So what, like, when do you, do you read at night? Do you read when you... Uh, travel to work like what's how do you do this both i read 57 books this year so far uh, 57 57 
<laughs> you oh. told me to raise my count, Stacy. You're like, oh, you're you're getting close to your challenge. Raise it up, buddy. I know. I thought it was. I thought we were closer though. I have 42. I thought we were like neck and neck. Now you no, just like listening me down the water. You guys are insane. How hey, when did you start? Did you start in January? Yeah. I started it in March. I hate you. So, I mean, I love you, Ro. So, <laughs> so your question is, when do we have a time to read? Yeah, uh, when do you read? Well, when I'm off, like yesterday and today, I'm off Fridays and Saturdays. So I have the whole night to read when I'm usually at work. I work overnights. So I read. And then since it's a graveyard shift, sometimes it's super slow so I can read. Anytime that I can read, I actually read. Especially if it's like for a book discussion, I do make time for it. And if like I re if I personally request a copy of a book or like reach out, I mean, uh, I do read it. And I try to read a, a book. Like give a book like a day or two to finish it. Give myself a day or two to finish it. But most of them I finish them in a couple of hours. So I just sit down and read it. He's a super fast reader. I read your book in three days. And that's because I kept having to like stop. And I'm like, there's too many characters. Let me just like write it down. So I can make sure I have everything lined up. I'm telling you, my favorite part was the monkey part. I love that. I love that. that that's so like. Don't feel too bad about taking three days. It took me three years to write. <laughs> So close, we were close. Yeah, we were close, but it's you can tell. I I said this during that stream too. You can tell like, like the blood, sweat, and tears that went into it, because like each character, like you rooted for them. I mean, except for Ruka, because you know what? What? Okay, you're, you're I told you this before. Do not act. Don't Why do you keep acting surprised? You know, detail <laughs> all the way. You'll come to your senses. We'll see about with the second book. Because <clears throat> uh, Brandy was trying to join the dark side on that one. She's wavering. She's not sure where she stands at. Okay, we, we're, we're still That's friends. what she told you. Yeah, well, maybe she's just shutting me up, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Richard, you can tell how much, like, effort you put into it. There's certain books that, like, you can tell. I'm not going to say, like, obviously which ones. I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. No, it's a good, like, the effort, like, the amount of effort you put, like, you put, like, a lot of effort into it. Like, the characters just, like, it made sense. Like, their motives made sense. Like, the way they are. Like, Ruka for a while, and maybe it's because, like, my mind was just trying to, like, read it quick. But, like, at first, I didn't understand why people were so mean to him. And then I was like, wait a minute. He's deformed. That's why. I don't oh, know. That's not terrible. his This is in the back, right? <laughs> right? That's not a spoiler. No, no it's right? not. Okay, I okay. knew that. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, he's deformed, and that's why they treat him like this. Like, he's a monster. So, well, people can be nasty. Yes, it. Kudos to you, because it's crazy. Like the amount of times I was reading like certain parts, and I'm like, did that just happen? Like, did all these people? And I would go to like Steve. I was like, Steve, did this happen to this character? And and he'd be like, Yeah. And I was like, What the fuck, man? Why? Why would this happen? I can't say what it is because those are spoilers. Yeah, don't give any spoilers. Yeah, no. But yeah, well, I sort of said this to Steve when we first talked. It's just you know, history is nasty, and uh, we're very fortunate that these things surprise us today. Yeah, we talked about that earlier during the Poppy War discussion. Is because I don't know if you're familiar with it, Richard, but it's uh, yeah. a lot of the events are after historical events, and we, we we talked about that about history being a lot worse than any fiction. We can come up with that. Yeah, I should really read that book. But I actually I studied um, Asian history in university, and the, the rape of Van King was basically a half of a class that we we studied for I don't know months at a time. 
and so it's a it's a very interesting event and the Kwang Tung army and the Japanese occupation it's, it's crazy I mean we just don't know that much about it here in the west we don't you know we know about the Nazis and we know about maybe Pearl Harbor and Midway and things like that but the war that went on in in Asia was much more than just the naval war let's put it that way mm-hmm. yeah you can see that I, I just like to geek out about the history of it, not talk about the poppy war. Yeah, yeah, it was it was okay. I, I, I don't know. know, it was alright. It was okay. It was three stars. You're on the fence, right? Yeah, it, the first. I won't give any spoilers, but the first act uh, reminded me of an like a YA novel. I think yeah. Stacy had kind of the same thoughts on it. Is it seemed really uneven. The first act and the last two were totally really different, and it just wasn't. What I was expecting, and I'm not a big fan of those kids go to school and train thing. I see that. I don't mind it as long as I, I get the book from the YA section, and I know yeah. that's what I'm getting. Yeah. YA is really interesting to me, and it, I'm probably displaying my lack of industry knowledge and the, not my ability not to market as I should. But there's this huge YA market. But when I was young, I just read books for adults. Do you know what I mean? I I just don't quite grasp the YA market. I, I don't understand it. Maybe someone could explain it to me. There's just a formula that everybody seems to follow, and it's like the same thing. It's like the same book in, di- in a different font. I think it's just it's just like a comfort food. It's easy. Yeah, it's, for adults, it's, it's like it's like pop music. You know, it's easy. It's simple. It's um, doesn't require a whole lot of thinking, and not a knock on why. I mean. You know, if you're into it, then that's awesome. But yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to criticize it. I'm just wondering why it's such a big market. Is it? Is it? Because it's comfort food. Is that sort of the idea? It's very simple. So there's a wider audience. Mm -hmm. So you might have people who aren't big readers that'll still read young adult. So it's it just it it, the stories are simpler. They're easier to read. Easier to Um, do. A lot of people can relate you know, to things that happened to them as kids. So it's kind of a nostalgia. At least that, that's why I often read them. I read them as, as palate cleansers when I'm, you know, something simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost always has a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Not a lot of characters get killed off. But there's quite a lot of dystopian YA, isn't there? Isn't that pretty dark stuff? I mean, you'd think, I guess <clears throat> the style is just lighter, like the, it's a yeah. little dark but light and at the same time like it's it yeah, doesn't they, it doesn't reach that point that a lot of these books reach the, like the adult books um and especially for like booktube if you really want your channel to blow up like you would have to review like a lot of the popular releases and a lot of ya that's the thing that a lot of these booktubers do they review ya books and yeah basically plus, i should be writing romance and ya and you should be reviewing romance and ya yeah it's like it's like not, it's not it you know it's like that's it's not it for me to be honest like it's so boring and uh it was people like have been like shitting on me because i didn't know about shadow and bone like i didn't even know her name what leah leah bardugo lay i'm oh, just kidding it's lee like, lay. Lee bardugo yeah uh i live under a rock with it when it comes to a lot of like popular books i'm telling you self-published is my shit i love well, there's so many popular books now. I mean, you can't possibly read everything. So the idea that, oh, you haven't read XYZ, I mean, no, of course I haven't. 
<laughs> eight million books. Yeah. No, but it's like the same book over and over that gets renewed. I don't know if you noticed that. Have you guys noticed that? It's the same book. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like, why, why do you need me to review it? It's like, formulaic. Like, I mean, there's a formula and they stick to the formula. All of it. It's We're not selling. I just want to say, Let uh, me guess. You... it's an orphan that has special powers <laughs> that's that... been chosen to save the world. Mm -hmm. And, and yes. then they it at the end. Boom. Save... <laughs> I saved your time. I want to say a happy birthday to Read Now, Sleep Later. I believe it's her birthday today. Uh, so I want to happy, say happy birthday. birthday to her. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's so a... I... Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so true. And it's another weird side of maybe writing in general, but particular genres, there's just this mob mentality and it's, it's anything they don't like, or they do like, it's just, and I guess that's a function of a young trendy thing. You know, it's like pop artists or whatever else. If people love that thing, they're just so passionate and so excited. But if they hate that thing, you know, God help you. Yeah. Uh, like for Twilight recently, it's, I found it funny. I put out like a bookshelf tour and in the beginning of the video, I go to half price books to go get some books at a half price. And uh, there is a running joke that I have with Twilight, the Twilight series. Well, Twilight. Don't, don't repeat the story. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what it is because I said it so many times and I'm over it. But yeah, in the video, I flip off the Twilight book as a joke to my friend because he loves Twilight. And some guy, like, he subscribed. A minute later, I'm subscribed. He goes, listen, I subscribed, but I'm unsubscribing because you flipped off Twilight. I was like, all right, buddy. Uh, thank you for watching anyways. So yeah. It's, like, that's what uh, I was. I, I have long come up with an answer to people who are like that. If they say, oh, I don't like your thing because of this sex scene, or I didn't like it because you used a bad word, the answer is bye. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. We're not going to, like please everybody to be honest no. No. Yeah, it's like i that's why like thing was just a joke but like i wasn't offended i just found it really really funny yeah you don't want to have to like bend yourself into knots to try and please everybody because you can't so you can just be polite like hey thanks very much mm -hmm. if it's not for you take care yeah, yeah. You know, that's it can't please everybody yeah. no uh so richard and i don't think this is a spoiler but how speaking of, of sex scenes, how how do you write one respectfully without going too far one way or another? How how what approach did you take? Well, first I take off respectful? all my clothes. Was then... <laughs> <What> it? <laughs> no. I played like um... <laughs> Oh man, I should have known better. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen that coming, really. Um. I don't know. I, I don't know is the answer. What I think the smartest thing to do is to give it to somebody else and say, read this. And if they are like, no, it's too far or whatever, eh, then maybe pull it back a little bit. Uh, that That's my, but I'm an extreme person that I'm sort of, I tend to go too far with things like violence and sex or whatever. No. My yeah, I know. <laughs> so usually I'll find someone who is a bit, more reserved or and i'll just sort of get a bit of a room temperature check you know have i have i taken this too far and they'll let me know if i've uh, if i've gone off the deep end so another thing that we had 
I forget where we talked about it, but how do you make a unlikable character or a bad character likable? How do you take a bad character and make the make the reader like mm-hmm. that character? Uh, good question. I mean, there's a lot of ways, so that's tricky. Um, it depends. Yeah, it depends. If you just mean a character who does nasty things, so like a Ruka-like character. That's one of the reasons I wrote a sort of coming of age kind of stories because you need to see them when they're young. So uh, my trick was, look, this is just that he's a sweet little boy. He wasn't like that, mm-hmm. right? He, he was not born a monster. He was, he, he became a monster through his, his circumstances. So that's one way to do it. Um, another way is to give them, this is what, this is what usually happens, especially in like a movie, let's say, because they don't have as much time. They'll give them a point of view that you can identify with. You know, remember that meme that was going around? It was like Thanos was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So you do something like that where you give them a point of view where it's like, yeah, I mean, he's got a point. I, I'm not really a Thanos fan. I'm not sure how people think wiping out half of humanity is like such a good idea. But, you know, if you've got a guy who fights Nazis, and you're like, yeah, he, he fights Nazis. I mean, that's, um, it's hard to argue with that motivation. But then in the, in the pursuit of fighting Nazis, he, he will do anything. You know, he's shooting off poison gas and he's killing civilians and he's doing, you know, whatever he's got to do. Okay, then it starts to go, sort of fly off the rails a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's the, the easiest thing is to show them that they were not always like that. And they have become something terrible or you give them a point of view which you have to at least stop and think about it you know like he's got a point he's a freedom fighter in somebody's eyes or he's uh, fighting against a corrupt regime um, something like that and i'm sure 10 different writers could give you 10 more examples uh, but you can you can show that he's really nice to his dog yeah. you know you know, one act of goodness. You can, he's a good father, right? He can be a good father, but he can also be a monster. It's like, I, it's not, I don't know if it's a close comparison, but, but earlier today I showed my sister Shrek 2 for the first time. And have you guys seen Shrek 2 by any chance? No. No? Wow, it's a kid's movie, guys. Shrek 2, with the fairy godmother? Yeah. You know, like in like traditional books, like the fairy godmother is like the good person. But in this movie, she's the antagonist and the protagonist is an ogre. And like my sister's like, well, why is she so mean to him? Because he's an ogre. He's just an ogre, you know? And he's like, it's really funny. Uh, and she's like, why is the fairy godmother the bad guy? And I was like, you kind of have to flip the switch on this movie. Because like we're so used to thinking of, as ogres being like the bad guys and like traditional media i guess but in this in this movie he's the good guy and then the fair godmother is the bad person so i was like if you once you flip once she flipped it she's like oh my god that makes so much sense i was like i know you see all these little things she does like that are nice like she's she's a fucking bitch <laughs> uh, like, but it's it's uh she really my sister really enjoyed it and like that just what got me thinking like how you root for someone who necessarily would be a bad person but he's a, you know he's shrek yeah. It God. just depends on the story, you know. Yeah. Some characters are more obviously evil than others, and some stories are more like that, where you, you've got a hero and you've got a villain. 
And I have no problem with those stories. It's just that real life is usually quite a bit more gray. Like for like your book, right? It's in my eyes, I didn't see Ruka or Kale as bad people or good. Like I saw both of them as like protagonists. Like you, like they individually had their own stories, but obviously down. Never mind. I'm not saying anything. But um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yes, like I saw them as individuals, and I felt like like everything they did, um, I rooted for them along the way. I was like, yeah, if you want to do this, I'm well, see no spoilers. Right. Jeez. You want to yeah, do this? Right. Do, do it. I think it was, you want to get Herbert. Um, sorry, to interrupt you. I think it was Frank Herbert, uh, the writer of Dune, that when he, he was talking about the hero's journey and the uh, hero worship in particular, and he was saying one of his his goals as he was writing these Dune stories, not just the first book but the, the ones to follow, was to sort of show you, to almost let you in on your own uh, participation in hero worship where you are taking part in this this building of this god emperor who's about to lead this you know universe global jihad um and you see it happening you're still rooting for it that's sort of one of his 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 plans was to show that and yeah he's a very skilled writer and you can do that you know you can you can get somebody on board uh you know like a Hannibal Lecter right we read Hannibal Lecter, and we're still kind of cheering for Hannibal Lecter. Why are we cheering for Hannibal Lecter? It makes no sense, and yet we kind of are. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy when you think about that. It is what JB had said is motivation is definitely key. Yeah. Is understanding their motivation, understanding the reasons for why they do things. Sometimes that can make you root for them. Sometimes that can make you go, well, you're just fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up person. Yeah. Like Jamie from Game of Thrones. Like, no, there's no excuse for you, dude. <laughs> the people are just douchebags. Like, from... <laughs> it is hard to write those characters. Um, I, I have to applaud the writers who can do it. If, if a character is just not salvageable, if he's just a piece of shit, I mean... It's hard to write those characters because it's so frustrating, right? You're just like, I want this guy to fail, but truth is, they don't always fail, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, you got a couple that got what they deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we ever see that story finished. I know we talked about that a little bit, uh, Richard, on our our chat, but see if you know if that if the song of uh, if those books will ever be done. It's disappointing. I don't even yeah. care anymore. Really? I've like given up. It's like, yeah. It's a defense mechanism. You're protecting <laughs> yourself. Oh, well, if it does come out, I have to read them all over again because I don't remember everything that happens. I have this, the, the TV show in my head now, which is not the books at all. So I just. It's depressing what happened to that. It's too yeah. bad. Yes. They were given so much time, too. What was I, that, Rob? They were given so much time for that last season no, yeah. for it to be really bad. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch a single episode, so I don't know. My friends were the ones telling me. Oh, we heard hmm. complaining that it sucked. Up until seasons, you can tell when they ran out of material. Halfway through season seven, it really took a dive. Yeah. A lot of dick jokes and just... Really? Yeah. You, you mean, you could... 
it was like night and day. You can tell when they ran out of material, the different storylines, you could tell they took yeah. a huge dip. I mean, a big difference. Out of curiosity, Richard, have you ever written something? And like, let's say, for example, you got like 30, 40% in and you're like, this sucks. I'm just going to stop it from right here. Is that ever? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how other writers feel about this, but until I have executed, you know, most writing, probably most things in life, you know, you can have the greatest idea in the world. It doesn't matter. Until you execute that idea, it's, uh, for me, it's just like, what's the right word? It's lost opportunity. It's, um, you know, if you have a kid and the kid's got a ton of potential and then he turns into like an alcoholic, mm. you're ju it's just like wasted potential. You know, that's how I feel about my book until it's got to where I want it to be. Um, so it either gets there or it doesn't. And some writers, if they feel it's not going to get there, they'll abandon it and move to another project. I just beat my face against the brick wall over and over again uh, until it works. I sort of refuse to abandon a project. If I think it's got the guts, if I think it can get there with enough work, I just keep, I keep at it, which is maybe not the wisest decision all the time. Yeah, JB, uh, I don't know. I haven't, I really, I truly haven't got there yet. I haven't gotten to the point where I thought something is completely unsalvageable. I always, I've, I'm an optimist, I guess. I always think, no, it can work. I must get it there. Hmm. So you don't have any unwritten or unfinished books? That... Yeah, next question. No, I've, I've still got hope. Whatever state it's in, I think I could go back and I could fix it. So do you even start over from scratch sometimes when you get there? No, you know? no, hell no. I'm too lazy. You know, I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not willing to to throw out everything I've done and start again. You know, I think, no, it has. there is a way to salvage it. And uh, usually that's true. I, I haven't really experienced the complete failure where I think, no, can't be done. Hmm. So but I'm going to flip like, that question. Okay. Sorry, go ahead finish your thought say, there's always a moment where i feel that way you know where i sort of it's um it's not a hopelessness exactly but i just feel this project it's it's terrible and what was i thinking there's always a moment but then i wake up the next day and i think okay i'll fix it sometimes it takes sleeping on it yes so i was going to flip the question to steve and raul i know i have dnf many books mm -hmm. but i have yet to see you guys dnf anything is that like a thing you have you have to finish it. if you start it you got to finish it or you just yet to read something that's worthy of tossing in the trash just wondering mm, the last uh, and those, those in the watching let me say in the comments too do you do you refuse to dnf books because i don't understand it <laughs> well, well go ahead uh, the last book I DNF was the Poppy War, not because necessarily that it's that it that it wasn't a good book. I just didn't have enough time for it. Or, I okay. Here's my thing. This is not by a self-published author, so I don't care. I'll rip it apart. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I'll do it. It's fair um, game, huh? The tone change between the first part and the second part was enough for me to be like, 
okay, so you have these books to read. Is this book worth your time? And I decided, no, I didn't really find it that interesting, especially with the tone change. Because the first part did feel a lot like a YA, and I'm very, like, on it that I'm, I just don't want to read YA anymore because it's... I'm out of that age. I'm 25 now, which is still young, but... No, you're so You're basically old. ready for retirement. Honestly, my you should see my 401k, bro. I'm ready to go. I want to play. Uh, yeah, and that's the last book I DNF just because of that. It's not... I don't DNF a book because it's bad. I just DNF a book. If I look at it and I'm like, do you have time for it? And if I don't, I'm just like, all right, you're DNF. That's my rule of thumb for that. If, if not if not for the group read I was in, I would have probably DNF'd Poppy War. Period. Yeah. I just what about Neuromancer? I did I did push through Neuromancer because I picked that and I thought I need to get through it because I can't I can't be that guy to pick a book for book of the month and then not finish it. I had no I idea it. what the hell was going on, but I pushed through it. I told and I, you. Yeah. I told Stacy, I told him in the beginning, I was like, Steve, uh I, this is like the seventh time I restarted this book, bro. I was like, it keeps going over my head. I was like, maybe I'm just tripping or maybe I'm reading it too fast. I was like, oh, I'll restart it again. I would restart it so many times, Stacy. I like go back to the beginning and I would start writing down names. And Steve's like, oh, no, it's just like, you know, give it a chance. But I'm glad to see that it wasn't just me, that it's just not a good book. Well, I, I do appreciate the the effect that book has had on, on culture and on science fiction. Cause it has, I mean, reading that, reading the book now, you can, you look back and appreciate what, what it did for the genre and even pop culture. I mean, yeah. I, I'm guessing that's where Microsoft came from, right? The name Microsoft. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing cause it's, it's in the book. So um, I'm guessing that's where it came from, but I, I did DNF gardens of the moon. Uh, I just, oh. I bounced yeah. off of that book three times. Yeah, and I, I tried to. Uh, Mike's uh, book reviews did. He was doing that group read at the beginning of the year, and I, I was new to fantasy, and I thought maybe this would be a good place to start. And I just, I was lost. I, I couldn't I, follow it. I understand why. Like, I recognize the craft. I, I recognize that it's a very impressive piece of art, but I just need more handholding in my fantasy. Yeah. If, if I want to put that much work into something, I'll just go write a book. You know, I, it's too much work. It is. It uh, During the stream, I mentioned that it feels like an inside joke that you're not part of. Yes, it's I like, think that's... Yeah, it's like, you don't know what the hell is going on. and just feels like, oh, you you have to be there to get it. I was like, all right, bitch. Well, how am I going to get it now? I well, I think once you've gone through enough books, you start to slow your, you know, enough data comes in that your intuition starts piecing it all together. And But really, I just don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, this one was missing a lot of pieces. You're like, wait, yeah. where does this present come from? I just bought it. Oh, now I'm starting to regret it. Well, <laughs> you might love it. P people who no. are puzzles, Gardens of the Moon. Yeah, if, if you're a big puzzle person, I think those type of people really like it as they sort of try and figure out, like, where does everything go? Hmm, What's then I might like it. Um, I, I, what, what really threw me off on that when I... Well, finally made me give up on that is when people tell me when you get to book seven and eight it all starts to make sense and that's nah. seven thousand pages later <laughs> yeah, bro. you nail it on the first book or you don't get it you know yeah, I, it just, well, i'm you not gonna read that many pages you're not gonna get it on the first book i assure you you know you 
I'm not saying there's not stuff to enjoy. There's there's things to enjoy, but you're going to get to the end of that book and you're going to be thinking, I'm I'm confused. I don't know why some of these things are happening. I don't know, you know. So you're just going to have to keep reading. Yeah, yeah. I was just too, I have too much to read to to take notes and mm-hmm. and read a chapter a day. You know, it's just too much work. That so is- I I have to go make some supper for a three year old. But before I go. Um, just when you guys were talking about television, it sparked my thought. I, what are your other television disasters? You know, like Game of Thrones was this horrifying disaster. Are there series that ended early that you're lost. just okay? Lost. What went on too long. I lost it. Well, the the last season was. Okay. I, I don't mind. I don't mind the end. I think. I think the network pushed them for more seasons, and they they took a story that was this big and made it this big. So there was a lot of wasted. There was a lot of fat on that bone that they could have. That they would have narrowed it down. It would have been a lot better. But I think they, um, they they tried to stretch it out because it was making money and it was popular. Yeah. Any tragedies like like early cancellations? Oh, Firefly. Firefly. There's okay. a show called The Society on Netflix that was really good. It had potential. It was canceled because of COVID. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't watch it. It's really good. It has that. Uh, what is that? folk it's like it's inspired by folklore it's that one about the the piper the one who steals the kids oh um i forget his name. i know who you're talking about i can't think about it right yeah. now like the adults it's like the kids get trapped in like this other dimension it's very dark you know what i mean <laughs> and the, the end, the end right. of dexter is awful uh, what, what's wrong with it i I'm never want to tell you i won't say but Okay, I can't spoil it, but not too good. I'm trying to think of others. I know there are others. I don't know why I can't. Did you guys ever see uh, Carnival? Mm-mm. Sounds familiar. I don't think I ever watched it, though. Okay, well, you need to go and look that up, except that it'll break your heart, so maybe don't. <laughs> I want my heart to be broken. Oh, you, you know what series we were we were enjoying is um, Sherlock. Counterparts. Oh, sorry. I think it was on um, Showtime. The when there was two different worlds, and uh, it was a science fiction. Uh, sh- Our friends recommended it to us, so we started watching it, and we got two seasons in, and then found out it was canceled. So oh, I hate those. Yeah. Oh, Rome was. is another one. You know that series, Rome. I've heard of it. Oh, Rome. that was a good. That was a good yeah, show. That was too. very good, but it got canceled early, so they had to wrap it up. They actually did a surprisingly good job of wrapping it up, so it won't break your heart, but still, tragedy. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah, we did give up on the Handmaid's Tale too, because how much torture can you put that woman through? <laughs> it, it just, okay, tell the story and be done, and don't you know that's enough. The I won't music- spoil anything, but. That's okay, so remind me before I go, Steve, when's the next uh, chat? I, I agreed to some, or is this, should I not talk about this yet? I don't know. No, uh, we can, we can go to announce it. So we are, uh, we are having a Ash and Sand uh, recap, discussion filled recap on June 8th at, let me double check the time. Because uh, we just changed it for, uh, it'll be 12 p 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I okay. think uh, Patrick Lee will be joining us for that. So to discuss all okay, things action sand. Hopefully I haven't let something out of the bag sooner than I should. No, 
no, we were going to announce it this week, but we we're just okay. making sure we had the time right for Patrick. But I think that time works for him since he's the whole trilogy across the globe. Yeah. All there right. Well, nice to meet you, Stacy. Thanks Thank for the you. Invite. It was nice meeting you. Thanks, Richard, for coming Continue by. And you doing the heroic work of separating wheat from chaff. <laughs> and uh, book to come out so we can start pushing it out. You know? Not all heroes wear capes. That's right. Yeah. But you could. You could wear a cape. Yeah, yeah, could. I, I get stuck in an escalator or something with my luck. <laughs> it's your podcast. You can wear whatever you want. Yeah. It's true, Steve. And uh, oh, Brandy will be on that with me, too. <clears throat> Well, not everything can be perfect. Oh. <laughs> you didn't deserve that. I don't know. I... Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day. That's so funny. But don't worry, Stacey. We want to see you there. I mean, Brandy, I'm so sorry. That's what period. All right, boys and girls, what are we doing now? Where's Jeff? Oh, yeah, where's Jeff? Uh, he was going to try and pop in later, but uh, I'm not sure he's going to make it. Hello. I have a question for JB. Maddox. Does he, um, did, did you make your, uh, the art on your book? Or did you hire somebody? Because that cover on Unplugged is really awesome. And JB, the... If you want to join the discussion, the link is on the yes, calendar. I say that, but I don't want to be like, you know. <laughs> Did he leave? Oh, he had oh. to go. Bummer. Yeah. And Jay Maddox is here. He just launched a, uh, a, a separate, um, I think it was a podcast, like a, a different show with um, Brad Proctor, I believe. We've called paper cuts, so everyone go check oh, that out. Oh, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Stacy's going for the refill. <laughs> I'm actually all out. Oh, you are. Drinking game. I only, I only had a little bit left in the bottle. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> JB, I'm on my I'm on the phone as well. What, are you using an Android or something? What are you saying? He Android's said, no good. My phone, it would be awful. Yeah, but what are you saying? Who? Me? You assumed it was Android. What are you saying, Stacey, Raul? Stacy has strong feelings about that. You do? I have an Android phone and a Samsung. I mean, I about to about the cover my friend found the image on our free website and taught oh, oh so that's somebody else's cover like somebody else created that and you just like slap it on that's cool it's a pretty cover it is so do you guys know about the sfb what is it ssfbo or something like that the self-published blog off i agree brandy i did um i've heard of it but i don't even know what it is what is it so it's like a group of um, bloggers or booktubers now. They started in like 2014, I think. And they basically read a bunch of self-published science fiction and fantasy that's been submitted. And then they, they uh, award winners at the end of it. 
and I've been watching for years. It's much better than the Goodreads Awards, <laughs> just, just popular books. Um, but they have, uh, Mark Lawrence does, he goes through the, um, the covers for all of them and people vote on his website or his blog uh, for the, the best looking cover. And there's some really nice ones in there this year. I've been avoiding all that because I don't need more books to read. <laughs> as much as curious as I am, I'm afraid to look. Yeah, you, I've already added a bunch to my TBR. Don't yeah, do it, Steve. I can't do it. Save yourself. Too, way too much to. to my read. TBR is chilling. I, I just have malice this month to actually read, and then I have oh, like a bunch of queer literature for this next month. But it's a lot of it is small. It's like a hundred and something pages. That's not bad. So. I usually limit myself to like six or seven books on my TBR. That way, if I read more than that, I still get my TBR done. But because I'm doing that Olympics readathon with shelf space, I have like 11 books on my TBR for a shoot. And I know I can't read all of them. I don't know that, why I do that. That 24 hour readathon. Read are, you, are you ready for that, though? Yes, I'm ready for that. Okay, so what is that exactly? Yeah. You read as much as you can in 24 hours. Of the book? Of that single book that we're going to In read? this case, we're all going to read the Court of, what is it, Court of Mist and Fury? But normally, you read whatever you want. Some people read multiple books, like pieces from multiple books, do whatever you want to do. Hmm. But it's just fun because it you know, gets you motivated to do something. The, the first then, book I didn't pick up to like the last half. I heard the second book's really good. Like a lot of people told me, once you start it, you don't want to put it down. So I was like, that'll be a perfect book for a 24-hour readathon. I marked no. it on the calendar. I'm ready. But it's also longer than the first one. It's 600 pages. It's like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. But I'm ready. My goal is to get halfway. I want to get halfway by the end of the 24-hour. Me too. I, I just want to knock, like, at least 200 pages. Like, at least 200 pages. He'll finish it. He says that, and then he'll be the only one of us that finishes the whole book. Trying to lower the bar, Stacey. <laughs> I'm like, if I exceed it, I'm like, yeah, I'm impressive. <laughs> um, right now, I don't know what your <laughs> what your name is, but um, if uh, Steve, do you have the forum on the description for this? Um, it, on the on the calendar, the link is there. Is okay. It, is you want, are you talking about? If you uh, want to reread that and join us for the 24 hour readathon, just go check it out on the forum. There's a it's on the calendar. Yeah, that's I believe Ashley. That's Ashley. She won the Ashley. she won my Nocturne giveaway. Yeah, I remember her. The, my awesome book. The I won't. I won't talk about that. Certain yeah. people didn't like for some. You reason. need to reread it. You need to. Reread I will. It. Yeah. You do. I will. You know, I've read so much horror this month that I think I might actually respect it a little bit more than I did the first time. Yeah. You just have just to because. Break. I, yeah. I think there was just a couple stories in there back to back that really put me off because the first story was good. It was really creepy. And then after that, there was two, two stories back to back where I was like, mm. and then I just, from there, I, I just had this negative bias for the rest of the book. It's pretty much your mindset, how you go into things. Yeah. Cause that, that's, that was my issue with King, Kings of Ash. Like I felt like my, my head was like pounding all the, the whole time. And I was like, dude, you have to read this book. And I was like, okay, you sound very negative going into this. Like I was talking to myself and I would read it and I would like, like the information wouldn't like stick. And then I would get more mad because I would have to go back. And I was like, dude, you sound very upset, like reading this. So you're going to hate the experience. 
that's why when I was like, Steve, listen, I'm burnt out, bro. Like, I really need, like, to postpone this. Because I don't want to hate the series because it's really good. It was just that I just burned myself out. I'll try next time or anytime. There's Solange is always up for this. Well, JB, you know that we have that book discussion coming up on June 21st about your book. Um, Steve, where are you in that, by the way? I'm going to try and make it. I'm and here Forge, too. I'm going to try. I'm reading that. I, I have... I've, okay, so now I have Malice, Bloodsong, Poppy War 2. That's 700 pages. If it makes it easier on you, Steve, um, the the book is not long. It's 300 pages, but a lot of pages, it's like a paragraph and then white. And then you go to the next one, it's like two sentences, and it's like that. That's still counted as a page. It's. I'm pretty sure if all of that was like put together, it would be a small book. Which book is this? Unplugged. Unplugged. Oh, okay. It's super short, bro. It's like so quick. I was like reading, like flying through it. I was like, wait a minute. I have like two sentences. I was like, next page. I was like, next page. It's super easy. You'll finish it. It's just like, it looks big, right? And I thought so too, but it's not that big. And it's a good read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good read. And I have Kings of Heaven and Valor and Black Tongue Thief. I'm excited about Black Tongue Thief. And Sario's Claw, I have to read that. So you have a long TBR next month, too. Yeah, I was thinking of Cyro's Claw. Do you guys think, I mean, Steve talked about this, but what do you think, Stacey? I could split it up into two different discussions. I don't mind because we have a big group, and it's going to be a lot of people on the screen, and I don't really know if we're going to get our points across, you know? That might be good if you're going to have that many people split it up. Um Excuse me. I I don't know if if the book it, how the book is structured. If there's a good like point in the middle where it's a good like ending point. Um, I know you guys are doing the same thing with Shadow and God. Was was it difficult to stop at that point? Um. Well, I well I was in San Antonio. I was gonna read the whole thing for a vlog, but like midway, I I was somebody took him on second. And Bailey Books and Sport is here. Started Blood Song this week. I, th I think you're doing that trilogy with us, right? I have that book and I have not read it. I've had it since it first came out before the second and third book came out. And uh, I just Blood Song? Mm-hmm. Are you you're not but you bailed on us in that trilogy though, huh? I bailed on you guys because I already have eleven books on my TBR. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I get it. It's it's tough. Uh Reincarnate uh, by Patrick Querney. I haven't read that. I already, I've not even heard it heard of it. I don't think I have either. We lost Raul. Sorry, he's taking a break. Maybe he's getting a white claw. <laughs> no, sorry. It's really noisy. Can you guys hear anything? Any music playing in the background? Yes, no. Oh, I, yeah. Um, Ashley reviewed this on her channel. Now that I see the cover, I remember it. Uh, Reincarnate. It's a, I believe it's a horror book. Oh, so we were talking about the Cyrus Claw thing. Oh, about the Shadow of Gods. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to switch this topic. It's okay. Um, yeah, I was reading it in the midpoint. They t texted me. It's like, hey, uh, we're going to stop midpoint. And I was like, fuck. I almost like passed it. So I stopped. And then we're going to have a discussion about... They're, they read slower than me. Like, it takes them longer to read it. So it's like there's big gaps in between for me right now. So I have to write everything down so I can remember. But for Cyrus Claw, 
Mm, is that there, so it's a, full, it's a full book discussion for each discussion. So it's just because there's a lot of people who want to join. And I feel like we, like everybody's not going to be able to like give it their all. So I, I want to split it up into two different groups and um, to see, cause then Virg uh, I invited Virginia to it too. So I like, I want to be able to like have a Q and A towards the end, like I did for mm -hmm. the engineer. And I feel like if there's like eight of us on the screen with a lot, like not including her, it's like very overwhelming. And I feel like people are not going to get a chance to actually discuss it. No, I think that's a good idea. Are you planning on just doing two videos in the same month or splitting them up between two different months? Uh, well, it's the same two videos the same month. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that'll, I think it's so. It's like idea. maybe like days apart. Like oh, like the first discussion can be us, our our group, and then the other one could be the other group. Like the other group. Yeah. What do you mean, Raul? The other. Yeah, group. I know. I know <laughs> those people. I have two friend groups now. I'm just kidding. Uh those no. people. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm um, just playing. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do, but I, I was a little bit, like, unsure of it yet, but I think that's what I'm going to do, just to be safe. And uh, anybody watching, Reincarnate is free to read on Kindle Unlimited, so um, that was a uh, good review for that. So that's been on my to-read list. I've just, I have so many that I forget what I add to my list. Yeah, I have a wish list on Amazon for all my Kindle things that I want to read. What's that? What's that for, though? Like, what is a wish list for? Is it just for yourself or for other people to see it? That one is just for myself. It's a private, private list on Amazon, just so I keep track of all the books that I want to read. I don't like to put too many things in Goodreads because it bloats my TBR. It looks like I have all these want to read books in there that I may not even have yet. Hmm. So I keep a separate wish list for books that I want to read one day, but don't necessarily plan on reading right away. You know, the, the list on Goodreads kind of got me in trouble because I would add things to my to-read list or to my uh, want list or whatever it's called. And when I put it, when I add it as too read, it doesn't take it off my list. Really? I don't think it does. That's it my thought. So then my list is bloated with a bunch of stuff that... Yeah, you got to clean it out. Yeah. That's weird because normally if you switch the status from... Uh, want to read to read, it should take it off the other list. And Josh Miller is here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Brandy said, is anyone reading the first two books before Cyril? It's really a stand. It's really a standalone, Brandy. Like, you really don't need to read it. I thought so, too, when I first picked it up. And I was like, wait, was I supposed to be reading book three? Uh, but no, it's Cyril's Claus, completely different characters. It's a standalone. Uh, the first two books are separate. Uh, I kind of want to do like a read along for those, but I was like, where are we going to fit you guys? Yeah. It's a lot of things happening. Uh, but yeah, you, you can just go ahead and um, read Cytos Claw without reading the first two books. Did you already get a copy of it by any chance? Did you guys get your copies? My, yeah. I, have, I bought the ebook. You got the ebooks? I was providing the ebooks, guys, but nobody took me up on the offer. Oh, I, I, I got just, them yeah. from Virginia. Oh, she's Well, like, I bought, I pre ordered. The um, Cyro's Claw, and then I won the giveaway uh, from the launch video. Oh. When we watched the launch video, yeah, on uh, I can't remember that the channel's name on the, the deal, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so she gave me all three book ebooks for that giveaway, and so wow, like, 
Yeah, that's right. I'm cool like that. <laughs> hey, you don't know Virginia like I know Virginia. <laughs> that hardcover is so My nice. My email though. address. Right. <laughs> well, I got the physical copy, Stacy. So come on now. Yeah. Is it signed? Yes. <laughs> what you gonna do? Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm ready for that book discussion, to be honest. Well, discussions, plural now. I gotta tell everybody that we're doing. What date works for you guys? You guys want to stay on that original date, or do you guys want me to make a new date for you guys? That we I don't can... even remember what day it was. It's, let me look. Me it's on the remember. 28th of June. Is there a day that works better for you guys? Is there a time that works better for you guys? What day of the week is that? 28th of it's June. on a Friday. So for those, I'm keeping oh, them Fridays fine. and Saturdays. Yeah, I can't make. I can't do that one. Was it because it's Friday or Saturday? Because it's Friday and Saturday. Uh, do you, we can do a different day, like between yeah. the week. Because I work those nights. What do you want to do, Steve? What's the day that works for you? Um, uh, what days are you looking at? Because mm. the twenty eighth is a Monday. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's a Monday. Uh, we can do it on. Do you want to do it like on the? 30 is there the is Monday, there the money works for me you want to do that you want to stay on that one so i can know who to move to what date you want to do it on that one stacy yeah, that works yeah. For me. 28 okay, well yeah. monday works works for me um wednesdays and thursdays are the only days that i can't really do any streams so, so i can um that can be like to the second group i was like guys we're gonna do it this day okay Virginia sent me them because of Stacy. Oh my gosh, she's so nice. I know. See, I told you. You don't know Virginia like I do. She has connections. <laughs> she's probably in here watching me, and I'm talking all. <laughs> it's in here. It's, it's the wine talking. It is. I know. No, I think she left. I think she had to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Stacey, I, I think you heard about the book because of me, Stacey. Come on now. Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah. So I brought it here. You know, I gave birth to y'all. So if you come become friends with Daniel Barnett, I'll have an issue. Because you found out about him because of me. Yeah. Wait. You know, yeah. Because of your first <laughs> video. Yeah, that's right. The, I think the TBR? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got on it. I bought all his books. They were like a dollar each or something like that. Yeah, yeah they were on sale. Cheap. So, Stacy, we are we are reading sort of Kagan in August, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Jolene, if Jolene will let us read it with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that though, huh? so we funny. hijacked her poor thing. I was just talking about like that she was gonna read it. <laughs> it became a read along. It was so funny. Yeah, we hijacked her her TBR. <laughs> it was like it's a buddy read now. So, <laughs> So since I have you guys here, I, I was thinking about next year's book club, and I did make a, a thread about it. But I was thinking we can have like a like a group of people, like three or four people, who uh, we rotate, and then each person gets a month, and we randomly assign genres. So that person challenge. Yeah, it, it's like a rotating genre, and so it's like a they, we all take turns, but. We randomize genres so that person gets assigned a genre so they pick the book and then they host the meetup okay. throughout That's the year. Fun. Thought that might be fun. Yeah. It's interesting. 
I wanted to put, you know how you watch people on BookTube and they do the, the TBR games where they set their TBR based on some game, maybe spin a wheel or, you know, all kinds of, I was thinking about doing something with just instead of picking a prompt, it would be a genre, like a genre that I have to read a book from because I keep getting in these cycles where I'll read a whole bunch of books from a, a genre and then I get burned out. So this way it would force me to read something in the middle of the month somewhere to break that up and I'll get burned out. It's like that, the hating game. I'm telling you, that was like a good, like, yeah, good that was all branding. Ugh. Yeah, that was a good. I was like, this book reminds me of how single I am. And it's like, it was Brandon, so we have to, if we if we get Steve to read romance, it has to be the raunchiest romance you can find. Yeah, Steve doesn't look like he reads romance. I already, I already regret this, this idea. <laughs> we'll make already, you read 50 Shades of Grey. I already have regrets. You know what? My with my uh, my friend, he's asking me if I if I'm gonna read it with him. I was like, I don't know, bro. We're gonna read Twilight. I mean, what? I'm reading it. Why? Who's making? Is it is Daniel making you do it? Yes. <laughs> Vampires. I already regret this decision. <laughs> no, I re I realize romance can be on the list of. Mm -hmm. Rotating genres, so yeah. that's yeah. But has to be, or I won't do it. I'll, uh, what else? What else do you hate to read? Young adult. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be on there too. <laughs> I keep going. Anything else? How about what young else? adult romance? Oh. <laughs> oh I mean, no. yay. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to read that. I was on Twitter earlier, and I was like, "What is it? Can't wait for you guys to." Can't wait for what you guys think about Swords of Kaigen. I was about to say, I'm not reading that. Uh, they're reading that. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking out loud. Yes, you are. Swords of Kaigen. When is that, actually? August. August. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything set up for August. Uh, Ash and Sand 2.0, but you, you've already read Kings of Paradise. Yeah. See? No excuses. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was on Twitter earlier and I was like, I was watching my review videos and I was like, bro, you really did that shit. That's so funny. It's so weird looking at myself back then. I was like, back then, like two, like two weeks ago, is that ago, shit? three weeks ago, right? I'm grown. It's called growth, Steve. It's called growth. Do you know what it? Do you know what that is? No. Uh, I've got one that is about a woman who shapeshifts into a bunny and a guy who shapeshifts into a bear. What okay, I'll, I'll read that one. I'll read that, <laughs> one. that sounds interesting. Have you guys heard of the book called The Haunted Vagina? No. <laughs> is that a <laughs> Ooh. Go look, look it up. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> When I first heard about it, I thought somebody was joshing me. I was like, you're lying. There's no book. <laughs> it's a horror book. About a haunted vagina? Yes. That's scary. <laughs> Go Google or look it up in Goodreads and read the synopsis because I can't make it up. Uh, uh, you're, you're joking. You have to be joking. <laughs> I swear I'm not. Oh, it is a thing. <laughs> See? Don't believe me. It's it's difficult to love a woman whose vagina is the gateway to the world of the dead. 
and of course the main and the main character is named Steve. <laughs> I just never remember that. And and the the eccentric girlfriend is named Stacy. Wow. No, it isn't. Yes, it yeah. is. So, who wrote this? So, Steve is worried about odd noises that have been coming from Stacy's. <laughs> oh, man. She says that her vagina's haunted. She doesn't even think that it's a big deal. <laughs> Yo, my shit is haunted. Leave it alone. But Steve, on the other hand, completely disagrees. <laughs> it's actually a doorway to another world. She percent. <laughs> She persuades Steve to climb into her, in, into her, in, inside of her to explore this strange new place. Uh, I'm already regretting this. I'm already regretting this decision. Oh my goodness! You got to join us next time, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, you have to join us. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff on our on our calendar. Uh, yeah. So the good news about this book is that it's 106 pages. So, so does that mean you're going to read it? <laughs> if somebody picks it, I will read it. I, I'm, I'm committing to it. Okay, let's get, uh, we got to hope that that's weird, crazy, horror genre thingy comes up on the wheel. I, I may pick it just because it'd be funny. And it's 106 <laughs> pages, so. It can't be too bad. Well, yeah. I don't even remember how I found out about that book. Somebody told me about it somewhere, and I don't even know. Or I saw it on a on a book tours channel when they ran into it. But yeah, it's hilarious. And uh, and Ashley, uh, you can register on our forums with. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, enabling register with Google or Twitter, so it, it takes like thirty seconds. And I spent a good couple hours figuring that out. So thankfully, people are using that because I spent way too much time getting that uh to work but so yeah uh come on and check it out we're we're always up to shenanigans and destroying each other's tbrs yes rahul's re or he's reading it right now <laughs> rahul read it already, already done. Right. i came back to give you guys a review that's <laughs> so about a haunted vagina right <laughs> character's name is Okay, so the, one of the one of the blurbs is a very strange and surprising, touching love story, despite the deliberately asinine premise. With subtle humor, surreal erotica, and some genuinely creepy moments, the haunted vagina is a completely unique reading experience. Okay. <laughs> in the in the recommended section for that book, there's another one, which is Ask Goblins of Auschwitz. What? Which is a Monty a Monty Python meets Nazi exploration in, in a surreal nightmare that can only be imagined by Bizarro author Cameron Pierce. So yeah, that sends you down a rabbit hole that uh, may not want to go down. There's some other ones. <laughs> There's another one here that is. Oh, wait, I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> but interesting recommendations from the Haunted Vagina listing on Amazon. I'm not going to repeat some of them. <clears throat> Oh, ridiculous. Man. oh man, that's going to be on our list, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. It's only 100 pages. Me and my big mouth. 
I'm definitely check out the okay yeah. yeah you should ch- honestly the the forum is the best way to like be informed of everything that's happening because that's where everything is at the discords are fine and all but i feel like everybody's attention is elsewhere and it's not very focused so yeah you just say get on that because the easiest way to be involved a lot of these things do get filled up pretty quick so if you don't want to get left out i would rsvp yeah the um i'm surprised that the events now are getting or filling up faster now mm-hmm. it's, it's our collective bomb. it's our collective outreach honestly like our collective power we're like the uh, avengers of booktube honestly yeah pretty much i gotta run bye, guys JB. bye jb thanks for coming by next time join us um for a chat let's do it again yeah that'd be fun this is honestly so much fun because we don't have like anything specific that we have to talk about we just chill should do this like a couple times a year we do it like every month yeah or that let's let's rotate uh, yeah now we have to read that book i don't only dare you to read it i dare you to do a A dedicated review review. (laughs) that would be a good bet to make with something like to to make a bet and say okay if i win you you have to read the haunted vagina and do a, a serious review on the haunted vagina book how about we read a book, right? We read an ebook, whichever book it is. The last person who finishes the book has to finish, has to read The Haunted Vagina. No way, because you will not be the last person I know, to finish. I know, That's like the flash. Nice That's like the flash betting people in like a foot race. It's, yeah. I was like, do you want me to see, you want to see me run to uh, San Antonio? Yeah, you'll be yeah. there in like in 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm right back, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should do these like, I want to say maybe once or twice a month. That would be nice. Where it's like, like yesterday with the readings, even the reading spring would be nice. Where it's like the stress of like the actual thing is like not even there. Just like mm-hmm. us, us talking. I'm going to have a really unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't get the reading sprints. You don't like them? I don't, I don't get it. It's not unpopular. It's for some people and it's not for others. I, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, I think it's, it's cool because it's cool it's cool because uh we get a chance to chat and in between but the silence and everyone looking at their books for however long it's kind of weird to me i don't i don't know it's a lot of silence you yeet really quick out of the one yesterday steve i was i was talking to you you were not even there anymore i was like i was at i was at work Mm. (laughs) i I was like guys steve is like the best like right steve we're like i'm like I remember Silent. that. Yeah. yeah, right? Oh, really? Oh, I and feel I was bad. Like, Steve has like this book thing we're going to do. I was like, go ahead, Steve. Let him know. Uh, I, was... <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess he left. I was being summoned. I was being summoned at work. Mm-hmm. People need, you'd be amazed that, that grown adults don't know how to write an email. Oh, yeah. I believe it. So I have a question for Brandy. Does she mean she's planning on DNF in it? Because she didn't say if I DNF it. She said when I DNF Malice. Yeah, I was, really telling her, like I was telling her don't feel bad to DNF it because um, she has a lot of books to read and um, I, I don't think she's really digging it. Which one? Malice. Malice. Oh, okay. 
There are a ton of names. You have a, the, you have a, I'm trying to write them all down. You have a I'm lot of track. people on that discussion too. Yeah, we have ten people. But I'm, I'm guessing a couple won't show up. You always have, um, you always have those few that commit and then don't show. One or two. I didn't say anything, but you had a couple of discussions where, like, they were on the thumbnail and they didn't pop up, and I'm like, "Where are you at, bro?" Where Which ones? Oh, I, but I shouldn't call people out. Yeah, no, we'll talk about yeah. the DMs. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I even I was there, and I wasn't even a part of it. But f for that, like, for me, if if someone says, "Yeah, I'm gonna be there," and then I I cut and paste their image on a thumbnail and they don't make it because they have some, I don't. It's not a big deal. I mean. Um, you know, stuff comes up, not a big deal. I, you know, if anything, if I'm there by myself, then I'd be a little, you know, if it's just me, then it's different. But if there's a group and, and things come up or you just don't feel like it, then no, no big deal. So, uh, to walk, yeah, so I actually come by the forums and say hello if you have a chance. Uh, happy Brandon. birthday. I totally understand you're wanting to read your romance because I still am not finished with um, from Lukov with love and I cannot get into malice. I have to finish that book. Sorry guys, but that romance is so good. I'll take your word for it. I got to get one in for the queer literature book start because that's my main focus in June. And I don't want to deviate so much from it. So I got to get one romance book in before I start going all gay and shit. <laughs> you got to pick a small one, though, because these books, did the lights just flicker? Yes, I thought that was me. Um, the uh, Marine, Marine, Mariana uh, Zapata is the author that I'm reading right now. Her books are really thick. They're like 500, 600 pages, but they are so good. Do you have like a book that's like the hating game? I would really love to read something there's at Brandy has a few on her Goodreads. You might want to check out. There's one that she just recommended to me. Oh, what was it called, Brandy? Was it? I don't remember. So many good ones, honestly. Between the three of you, you guys, I, my TBR is crazy. I will say that I, I do feel bad because I, I feel like I'm filling up Yolene's TBR. <laughs> And I think she's yeah, just so I think she's just so polite that she doesn't she can't say no. She's just because Yolene's like the nicest person, you know. She I think she, so. She says she's having fun, so I hope she is. But I do feel bad that I'm destroying her her plans for the year. You know what's like weird oh. to me? Uh, like people have told me like, oh, it's weird watching your like other people watch your videos, right? So like, you know what's weird to me? Like, I have friend groups, right? Like we're a friend group, right? And I feel weird when, like, I watch somebody's video that's obviously not in our friend group. And they're like, oh, Stacy recommended this book. And I'm checking in. Steve said this book. I was like, those are all my friends. Like, you you literally pick, like, books from it. Because there's books that we've been, I mean, sorry, videos that we've been, like, mentioned in. And I was like, that's crazy that you watch all of us and you literally, like, pick from our TBRs and you added them. And it's, like, the trippiest thing. I was like, oh, I know her. I know her. <laughs> Oh, like, it's the so she's she's recommended Fixer Up by Tessa Bailey, and then The Friend Zone by Abby Jimenez. That sounds interesting. And then I just found out that Sally Thorne 
who wrote The Hating Game, has a new book out called Second First Impressions. It just came out in April. Okay, I think I'll go with that. And all of those are like 300 pages, so. Perfect. Hmm. I'm going to read uh, Demons, Inc. today. By today, I. it says I have like two hours left in it, so I, I'm pretty sure I can kill it real quick. And then I want to read like a romance and then do malice and then get these gay books in so we can get the queer literature panel going on. So do you have your, your, I'm sorry, Stacey, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering if you read Heroes Forge already. Oh, I read that a long time ago. Oh, okay. I'm ready for that. Steve, are you going to make that? I'm going to try. Do you want, I just get the audio book. The audio books don't hold my attention. What? You can listen to them while you're like fixing the yard or like doing dad stuff. I, I plan to, well, I want to read, I want to listen to this people world as I'm doing like a bike ride is my plan. So is there audiobooks for Jeff's books? Yeah. Well, they're podcasts. Yeah, he, he narrates them. On Spotify or what is this? No, Scribble. S-C-I-B-L dot com. Scribble. Okay, I gotta, I gotta find the link to that. Yeah, Stacy, you listened to One Way, right? Yeah, it was so good. And he narrates it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I gotta check that out. I, I need to get some. Like Jeff needs to release the last book in the Champion Saga, so I can really do like a real big promotional like campaign for it. So it's like a trilogy. You know what, Steve? I don't care. I don't care. I, I literally like he, you guys were talking about it, and I inserted myself. Like mm, it would be nice to get one too. You know, a little copy myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure, Raul. If you asked him, he would send you a copy. Okay, I'll ask him on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure he would be happy to send you a copy. No, I'm telling. Authors don't believe me. Like, hey, listen, if I read your book and I really enjoy it, like, we're gonna go on a campaign tour, guys. We're gonna promote the shit out of this book. Like, like it's my own book. Yeah, and I'm really glad people are just jumping on board with a lot of these books that I'm recommending. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. There's just so many of them. Yeah, and it's, it's funny when people are like, oh, I'm, I'm doing, like, such and such book club. Like, but I'll do yours soon. I was like, like, I don't want you to, like, feel like you're overwhelming yourself. We read a lot of books, so take your time, you know? Yeah. If it wasn't a book that I would have picked up on my own, I wouldn't join. But all the books you guys recommended or have on the buddy read, I'm like, yes, yes. Hey. Except, for, except for Neuromancer. No, Neuromancer I actually had on my on my two, uh, TBR. I just, yeah. <laughs> the book was all right. I At least I could say I, I tried. Yeah, you can't say you never picked it up. Yeah. I tried. I tried to dig it. I just... It was hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. The technology was really cool in it, though. So I could see why people really like it. And there were some, parts, there was some parts that were really nice. You know, the writing was, there were some portions that were really, like, well, mm-hmm. that's cool. But I'll, I'll try one day to try and read it again. Maybe. I'm going to go back to it. Whenever. Maybe. That's the same way I feel about it. I'm going to go back to it eventually. I, I can't believe you that. got 95% of the way and didn't finish. Uh. I forgot who reminded me of the reason why. I remember the reason why. I have this issue with books that hit me, you know? <laughs> and I remember, like, looking, you know, when you, like, look at the book, you're like, wow, I finished this much. 
And I remember dropping it on my chest and then almost knocking the wind out of me. And I was like, no, nah, fuck you. Get out of my face. I remember that was the reason why I DNF'd it. Because I got mad because I hit myself like right here, like in the throat part. And I got upset and I threw the book across like the room and I never picked it up again. That's why it I stopped at 95%. To be honest, I don't know that you're worse for not reading it because the last 5% is pretty. <laughs> I'm going to get wow. back to it. I'm, I'm a little over that situation, you know? So I, I'm going to pick it up again. I just hope you don't get to that and you're like, okay, I'm finally going to read these last 5% and then you're like, that sucked. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's different. It's Stephen King, though. Yeah. He, he's very ex excessive with, when it comes to details. I really liked it. I gave it five stars, but that last okay. 5%. Roll versus it. <laughs> Roll versus Twilight. Right? <laughs> These books really fight back. No joke. Yeah, the first time that happened to my son when he was reading in bed and I hit him on the face, I was just like, you know, he's really upset. So I want to be there like, oh, you'll be fine. But I'm also like trying not to laugh because that <laughs> happens to me all the time. It's like, welcome to the reader's life. <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Books, man. Jesus Christ. All right. Do you guys have any more plans for tonight? <sighs> no, Read. get some sleep, hopefully. Yeah, I need to get some rest, Steve. You, you've been up for a while. I've been working. You don't have to work tonight, right? No, I took the night off, but um, I slept probably about two and a half, three hours. Okay, yeah, bro. We're going to let you go then. That's what, that's what happened to me. That's what I was telling you. Why didn't, why didn't I tell you? I told da Daniel. I'm so sorry. That, that's what those, I was you didn't tell those people. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No, because you know what? Here's my thing, Stacey, right? I feel bad bugging Steve all the fucking time. When we first started chatting on Twitter, I would feel like I would bug him, like, constantly about the stupidest things. And Why? I was like, he's busy. And then Daniel came along, and it's just, like, text, 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 text. So it's, like, word vomit, you know? So I was like, I don't want to bug Steve so much. So, well, like, so it's Steve's fault that you have a oh, yeah. friend. Yeah, so it's my fault that I'm those people now. <laughs> You know what, Stacey? You said it. I mean, no, but I support Steve on everything he does, though. Like, I'm literally on every single discussion. You know, have I not? I'm, I'm trying. Honestly, I'm trying, Ro, to keep up with you. It's hard. Why? I'm trying. I'm really trying. It's hard. <laughs> what do you mean? You have a lot going on. You yes. have a lot of reads. I'm trying to keep up. I have Howdy Partner, the Outlaw Read Along, the queer literature going on, the, the, horror month that i have going on the rage not the rage of dragons oh the sequel to the rage of dragons the shadow of the gods Yeesh. the twilight read-along thing then maybe 50 shades of gray and then anything what? you guys do i'll tag along when i can that's why i say if you if you can't make something it's no big deal and it's honestly that was my fault because for the san antonio trip that was supposed to be vacation for me but i was like oh how fun would it be for you to like vlog and it's literally the worst performing video on my channel. I was like, dude, you could have literally taken really? the time. I loved it. I did too, but nobody else did. Did you enjoy it? Huh? Did, did you, you enjoy, enjoy it? making it? Oh yeah, that's where I met Bennett. There's, it's, you know when I'm recording it and I stop 
it was this weird thing. I was not going to get it. I was just filming it because of like Longhorns. And I literally filmed and then I stopped at the last one for some reason. I was like, why is this one catching my attention? They're all the same. And then if, I grabbed it and I was like, Bennett, let's go. And that's if, that's the story of Bennett. If you enjoyed it and you had fun, then yeah, go, go with it. Like, you should post vlogs because he, he likes them. And I'm like, dude, but they don't perform that well on my channel. Like, oh, like, and they're the most stressful thing to edit, in my opinion. Like, for me, like, I hate editing those videos and that's how i burn myself out because for the recent videos i would stay up like really late like i would get home from work and edit to like 9 a.m so i can make the deadline to for 2 p.m or whatever time i used to post so know what i now what i'm doing is filming way ahead of time so i don't have to worry about it like the video from yesterday was filmed on tuesday which is weird there was just so much time in between i was already over the video you know <laughs> I'm like, you're I care about you, bro. Like three days later, I'm done. Yeah, like I was like on to the next thing, but I was like, no, you can't film. Like, chill out. And I'm struggling. I'm like, I want to film something, but I was like, no, like, just read, watch Sherlock, catch up because you have that stuff to do. And I was like, they're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Sherlock, Stacy, you found it on Hulu. No, you no. didn't. No. Oh, oh, oh thank God. I've got I was, no I Nosferatu on Hulu. Oh, okay. No, I have to watch it on Amazon because, well, actually, I need to go back and double check that before I buy it on Amazon, the BBC, because, um, oh, my God, John, John. But you know what about that? The BBC was the saying BBC, that. It doesn't work sometimes. I, I tried it, like, with certain things. And it the BBN? Like, legs. The oh, legs. really? Hmm? And then the VPN is not free. No, it is not. Good connection. It has you have to pay for it. Yeah, but we we that wasn't an issue because we needed it for something else anyway for my husband's work, mm -hmm. so it's not a big deal. But um, when I went to get into the BBC, it, it said something about uh, TV license, and I was like, I don't have that. And so um, there was a, a post. And, and the forum that said, oh, you, all it asked you is if you have one and you could just say yes. And mm. I was like, really? Did it say yes or no? Did you say yes? No, because I thought it was going to ask me for like login information. Like, you know, mm. here in the US, we're, mm. there's no honor code here. <laughs> we right. have to put in our username and password here. Yeah, in this case, you do have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have uh, anything, any Apple products or anything? No, no, I don't. Because oh, it's on discount. <laughs> It's, no, I like, no, I don't. He goes, no, <laughs> no, orange. Um, it's on iTunes right now for like 30 bucks, like the whole thing. It's so funny because of the timing. I was like, oh, dude, you're gonna have to buy it. And then I saw like the season, like the whole box set was 30 bucks for like the four seasons. And I was like, that's a good deal. It's yeah. not too bad. And it's good quality too. You can watch iTunes on a, on a PC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't anywhere, have anywhere where device <laughs> bobblehead over here. <laughs> so look, here's the story. There was one time where I met Steve Jobs and he was really mean to me. Oh my god. I I, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then it just clicked and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Steve. Do you need to get some rest? That's what I said that was like literally the whole point I was trying to make earlier. Um, we can go. We can go two and a half hours. What do you guys think? We're already at two twenty-three. Yeah, we can so. do like yeah, seven more minutes. A few more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. I didn't finish the bottle, so I'm good. I was tough. <laughs> I didn't get to drink anything because I I was trying to stay for the whole thing. The um, deal was to have a drink, and I'm so disappointed because there's no white claws. What's going on? Yeah, I know. Because of yesterday, I drank them all during yesterday's stream. And I'm so stupid because I thought I had more. But apparently, I'm an alcoholic because I didn't have any more. <laughs> I was like reaching through the bag. I was like, Mom, where's the rest? He goes, what rest? I was like, well, the rest of my white claws. He goes, dude, you drank them all. Like, nobody touches them. I was like, oh, my God. I drank them all. Oh, <laughs> I was no. little hands. I was like, oh, my God. Am I that person? You're that, you're that guy now. Yeah, dude. The, the newer Mancer one. I was faded. I was getting buzzed. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like my my cheek, I was watching it back. I was like, dude, you're smiling like hard. Like <laughs> like your mouth. I remember my mouth hurting. Like how hard I was smiling during that stream. And it's funny because the whole time I was listening to myself, I was like, dude, you're talking out of your ass right here. But it's like, it makes sense to what they're talking about. But in, in your defense, I think we were all talking out of our ass on that discussion because I don't think any of us really got it. And yeah. we were all a little lost. So if you're going to get faded on any stream, that was the one to get faded on. It was perfect. That was beautiful, honestly. It's a great performance on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Steve, I was going to ask you about that uh, queer lit questions. I because yeah. I feel like you're more politically correct when it comes to asking certain questions. Um, obviously, I'm correct. not trying to offend anyone or, like, say stupid things. So yeah. I have a couple of questions. I don't know if, like, whenever you have time, you can, like, Cool. Well, what do you got? What do you, if you have them there in front of you, let's let's get Stacy's input too while we're here. I, I I'm not politically correct. I actually don't have them. Like I have them on the phone, and I have to pull up the notes, but I would have to get out of this, and it would like. Um, I, I would say so. You're gonna have a panel of authors, right? So my okay, here's the thing though. Right? So my idea, like the plan was to have like just queer literature in general, and like my initial thought was to have like the author actually be queer because then you're actually representing you know and then my stupid ass found that the certain people are straight people and i'm like bro the whole point of like me doing this is because i thought you were gay <laughs> like what am i gonna do uh so i expanded more on it because my favorite like genre is horror but i like horror and queer to be mixed so I was like, all right, so your book has horror and queer, so I guess you qualify now, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think, um, so the, the goal is to, what's your goal for the My goal the is because a couple of authors, I reached out to one author and it's like, oh, what's your book about? And they're like, listen, man, um, so it's there's gay people in this book. I was like, okay, but what's your book about? It's like, yeah, but, so listen, there's gay people in it. I was like, I know, like, but what's your book about? I was like, oh, that, that doesn't matter to you? I was like, no. It's like, yeah. Mean? And then that made me think, like, why was that an issue? Why was that? And he was not the only one who said that. There was a couple of authors like, hey, I have to warn you, though, it's there's queer representation in there, or there's a lesbian couple. And I was like, okay, so what's the issue? Like, why is that something? If we're so used to creatures talking... And like dragons, like how the fuck is there being queer people in this book an issue, you know? I, th I think that that would be a good question. Just rephrased is um, 
I have the questions no. on my notes and no. I could just like send them. Sorry, I had a little thing right here. And then we can work that out. Yeah, but I, I think if you're, if that's the goal is first, you know, why is it important or, you know, what's, why, I guess you can find a way to ask why is it, why, why do you feel the need to mention that when you pitch your book? Like, yeah, I felt bad because there's, there's one author and he was like, oh, uh, he's like, yeah, like I'll send you a copy. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I'll buy it. Like, I don't mind. It's like five bucks on ebook. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I'll send it to you. And I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, yeah, it's like last time someone like, uh, someone didn't read it. And I was like, and I was like, oh, why? He's like, oh, as soon as they read this part in the book and they realized that the guy had a boyfriend, he just like didn't said he wasn't going to review it anymore. Hmm. I was like, yo, that's some fucked up shit. So imagine like reading it and be like, oh, no, fuck that. Yeah, I think it's important for them to write stories like that because there are people that won't read those stories because of that reason. So I think something to that effect would be a good to generate conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to go with. And a lot of the questions are very like the tone of the panel. I don't want it to be somber. Is that the word like sad? Like, yeah, yeah. I want it to be happy because it's Pride Month, right? And it's celebration. So I do want to creep those like those questions in there, but I don't want the whole discussion to be about like why are you still fighting for this to be okay? When I want people to be like. Like for Cyrus Claw, right? And I feel like I stepped on Virginia's toes just a little bit in the beginning because I was like, hey, is this? Because uh, I asked her, I was like, is it, are these two people girls? And she goes, yes, there's a lesbian couple. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I was just asking. I was like, it's not a problem. I just want to make sure because mm-hmm. I was confused for some reason. It didn't click because you know how I go in blind to mm-hmm. books? So I didn't read the synopsis or anything. So I didn't know who was who. And like, that was one of the first times I was like, why would that have been an issue? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that will be on your, how you phrase the questions and how you um, present them is because I would be the same. You want to make it a positive, um, you want to focus on the positive and not drag it down with all these other negative um, things. So that might be tricky. Uh, What do you, do you have any ideas, Stacey, on, because I know you're, you're kind of getting prepped for your. Uh, author conversation. Oh, yeah. I already had that conversation. We yeah, just haven't oh. put up the video yet. Oh, you did? It was, yeah, yeah, it was great. The video oh, will oh. be up tomorrow, hopefully. We're still oh, working okay. on editing it. Um, I guess it, like, like Steve was saying, it kind of depends. If you want to keep the conversation light, but you, you're just wanting, so what you want to know is why this is important for them to feel the need to preface their book with that statement. You know, yeah. that this includes that as if it's a trigger warning. Right. But yeah. you don't want to drag down the conversation by by saying, oh, this, it's such a bad thing for these things to be in books that you have to warn your readers first. That's obviously going to make the conversation more negative. Yeah. But, you know, maybe bring it up as, as um, a character development situation. Like, you know, you you chose this for your characters you know, give, tell me the reason why. Why did they come across to you as being this, um, having this? What what spoke to you that said, "I want characters that are," because it could you can ask that same question of any type of characters. It doesn't because 
we all know it doesn't really matter. It's just part of the characterization. Yeah. Shouldn't it, it shouldn't be a warning to readers that, hey, this is happening in this book, or it shouldn't be a selling point either. Right. I, I, I don't know why authors feel the need to, I need to do this in my books in order to market it, because it should, if you write a good book, people are going to read it. It shouldn't matter. Um, it's great to have representation in your books, absolutely, but it should be a good book, period. Um, but maybe do, maybe bring it up as like a character development. What made you choose to do this? Was it simply for representation or did you feel this like that her, you know, with Cyrus Claw, her being um, in a lesbian relationship and the two characters are so very different. The mother, the two mothers are so very different in the way that they mother. And I think that's really important because mothers have a, a certain character style in books. But yet these two characters are so very different in the way that they are. One's a warrior um, and she's a, a little bit, well, I don't want to say harder because she doesn't come across as a hard person. But, you know, you, that's just an example. You could bring it up as, as a character thing. Now, if you're wanting to ask questions about the person's personal, the author's personal representation, I don't know how you would go about that. <clears throat> Lots to think about. Well, I guess another question is, does it matter? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess it's important to, like Stacy said, it's important to have it, but um, I guess you could go into something like why, how do you, how do you respectfully, um, in your characterizations, how do you respectfully handle that or something to that effect, you know, but to keep it positive is, is how, how you phrase those questions, I think is how you present those questions would be the, the key part is, and, and a lot of it has to do with who's on the panel. And um, my, what, my yeah. plan is to have a, like a mixed bag of like, cause I picked a couple of books out already and it's my idea to like read a couple of those books. And then I don't know if I should invite the author first and then read the books, but that's a tricky bit. Cause I was like, what if I read the books and they're not available or what if I, read the book don't like it i was like now i and i already invited the person so it's like I don't, it's like hard for me to choose right now but like i tried to pick different genres of books but with queer representation mm -hmm. each so like a romance one a horror book an action one a side you know like just down the line so i can have like yeah. a mixed bag yeah. uh walker's in it for one of them he has his weaver's weaver weaver's book mm -hmm. I think that one's YA, so I'm gonna check that one out. So yeah, that would be really good, I think. And you can even spin off questions for him as um, how he reviews books or how he, uh, you know, being on both sides of it, how he handles that or how he um, say because he he can see the the writing side and the, the reviewing side. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, think, I don't think yeah. you're gonna have a problem with it being. Um, sad or somber role. You just have the personality that will keep keeping up the conversation upbeat, I'm sure. It won't be good, tough for you at all. And also, I have a relationship with these people. Like, some of them, like, I constantly talk to them on Twitter, so they'll be comfortable. Hopefully. Yeah. I was going to invite Virginia to that, but we have her already for, like, a, an author's chat and then for the book discussion, so I kind of, like... Invite her. I mean, if she has input or if she has ideas, then I don't you think so? I didn't think it's like overdoing it, like bugging her too much. No, if she can't do it, she can't do it. Yeah, if she can, then she it's, can. But remember, this is her opportunity to market her books too. That's what I was telling the author. I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm very liked in our in my community. You know, 
I'm very popular, you know. I'm part of. Two- <laughs> I'm very popular with those people. I'm very popular with people. So like, I, I, I'm in the middle of the age group, so I can attract older audience, white, like younger audience as well. It's like, come to my channel, you know. I got this, and I have a nice hat and Bennett, who's a Longhorn. Bennett is the is the key is the key. Yes, honestly, he's, he's a, why I watch. He's a selling point. Yeah. Virginia had a good idea real quick last thought so, so see if we can go to sleep he's all like you know in your videos you say it's important to subscribe I know this you know this and she goes for the last one you always change it just say that Bennett knows this I was like <laughs> oh my god that's a good idea that was a good idea he does know this perfect all right Steve we're gonna let you go to sleep yes it's like go bad two hours is nothing no it's fine it's uh an- let's let's do it again let's look on the calendar and one of you plan the next one. I'll tell you, uh, look at the calendar and let's rotate. And let's do this every few weeks. Sounds good. Hopefully yeah. Brandy will feel better. Obviously she'll feel better by then. Yeah, I hope so. I hope she feels better tomorrow. I want to yeah. hear her thoughts. Yeah, no. Has, oh yeah, we see each other tomorrow. Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> Nosferatu tomorrow. All right, guys. All right. See you guys soon, Good okay? Night. Hey, thanks for everybody tuning in. Thanks for listening Bye, to us everyone. talk for two and a half hours. <laughs> Is there anybody still watching? We can't be that interesting, right? You were, uh, I, I don't have that much like pull. Yeah. No, but yeah, thanks. we do. We have seven people, I think. Yeah. So anyone watching, um, if you want to join the next one, it's all on the forums and come and say hi and join our group reads and our other stuff. We have our yeah, other shenanigans. Clubs, our discussions. Yeah, book clubs. Our yeah. read-alongs, the Howdy Partner oh, books howdy of the month. Howdy Partners of the World, yes a lot it's crazy because there's only two out there and there's like more of those outlaw read-alongs that have not even been announced yet oh my god yeah jesus if you thought it was over it's just getting started hey hey all right guys well you guys have a nice day okay thanks everybody gonna go watch your life i'll see you tomorrow bye okay bye